of it is. You know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. So what's the time? It's time to get ill. So what's the time? It's time to get ill. So what's the time? It's time to get ill. So what's the fucking time? It's time to get ill. going on guys robin slim show we let's are go in young. the let's go while we're young let's go while we're young God awesome right. yes we are in the first week <laughs> of march it's yeah march 4th. not what that you fuck? never fucking know no and we're getting like eight inches of dad tonight that's what my mom said she said, "Be careful, because we're getting eight, eight, eight to eleven inches of dad tonight." <laughs> so, well, that wasn't a fence in the back door, was it? <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Slim? What's that on your carpet? What is Fucking that on my carpet? Wood shavings from a uh, from a guitar smashed, Man. smeared cat shit. Could be all kinds of stuff. Spider cobwebs, the baby's coming out. Well, Paula's cleaning service can take care of your office and residential cleaning needs. Her rates are reasonable. She can provide references, and her staff is experienced in doing a thorough job. Her service work from Little Egg Harbor to Barnegat, New Jersey. Long Beach Island is very familiar to this company, Rental Cleanings, and are welcome and encouraged. Weekly and bi-weekly cleanings are available for bisexuals. <laughs> Got cobwebs? Give this company a call at 609-879-0675. Yeah, buddy. That's how you know we're on top, man, when we're we doing, like, read. We have we real sponsors. sponsors. Yeah, we, we have, like, real sponsors. It's not only, like, Snapple and Meow Mix anymore. It's, <laughs> yeah. We got a cleaning service and a couple others. And we will let you all know. Oh. What the so fuck? Last week what we got tonight? Well, we have uh, something we have from last week, which was... Uh, 
Well, it was actually a really good show. It started out like kind of slow. Pete screwed up a bit. Fucking completely. Pete's hard. Uh, That's what man. I call him anymore. You didn't give him another four loco, did you? No, no but he's gonna have issue. one. He needs a four loco. Oh, he's, he's, is time. that gonna be his punishment? He's gonna have to have yeah. a fucking four loco he when should. he does something stupid. Yeah, he was supposed to be here tonight, but something came up. I tonight guess. he was supposed to do a hot dog smoothie. Yeah, something came up. Yeah, so, uh, and so. he had to go to a birthday party or Conveniently. something. Conveniently. Um, I'm still going to do the hot dog smoothie with him, but I wanted to do it with him, so I figured, mm. oh, I will postpone it for one more week, yes. and we'll do the hot dog smoothie. But last yeah. week, he was going to do the Elwer 40s hands, which he explained to us that you tape two 40s to each of your hands, and then you have to finish them off in order to get uh, them off your hands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, so he's setting up the bit, and then he Couldn't like pours simpler. one of the 40s into a mug. So he like, mentions right. it, and I'm like, no, don't. There's no point. You, you, how are you going to tape a mug to your hand? The whole thing is to have okay. the fucking 40. And then I'm like, well, let's do it after first break. Like, let's not start it now, because he's getting ready in there. And I'm like, let's not start it till after the first break. I go in to take a piss before we start the show. I come out. He's got one forty open and then one in a mug. And I'm like, I just told you not to fucking pour it in the mug, dude. What are you doing? And second of all, I said, we're not going to do it until after first break, so why are they even open? And so like, even before that, he took a phone call, and instead of like having the courtesy of going outside to take the phone call, he goes into the kitchen, and he's just laughing obnoxiously while we're playing our Why? buddy's uh, soy sauce the opening song new played. song. Oh, and yeah. you just hear Pete's cackling <laughs> in the background. They're like, ridiculous. But anyway, so last week, it started out as a slow show. Later on, we had some great guests. This guy, Lucas Corvato, who was amazing. We had uh, Valerie Tasso, who also was, you know, awesome. Um, I don't know if we had anyone else. But anyway, yeah, we did. Uh, Abigail. Oh, and Abigail. Abigail also was great. So they definitely saved that show. Mm. But before we took all those, we had uh, this woman named uh, Gabrielle. <laughs> and uh, Gabrielle who had been somebody who we were emailing back and forth. She was a she nudge was a pain in the ass. From the I mean. beginning, she kept bugging Samuel uh, if we could pre-call her. And she wanted to know if she was going to be a good fit for our show. I'm like, look, they, they fucking they go off the cuff. You know, they just talk right. about anything. And uh, I was like, they don't do pre-interviews. Take it or leave it. And she's like, fine. She was fine with that. And then when I sent her, the, or Sam sent her the confirmation the night before, she's like, oh, oh, can they call me? Can they call me earlier? And I'm like, didn't we, uh, I didn't even respond to that. And she's like, are you going to answer my questions? And then I was like, well, I did a month ago when I told you they don't do that. And you were fine with it then, and then so then we, uh, I was like, yeah, they'll call you five minutes. Yeah, she's before. just like, you know, whenever I do a radio, I'm always in touch with the radio host. So finally, we called her like oh. five minutes for, and we knew right off the bat that the call was just something. as annoying as the emails because yeah. every email was like just always like one more thing, one more thing, and yeah. same with the fucking call, one more thing, one more thing. Just what is the shit. time zone <laughs> over there? Oh. Just like a doddering old conter. Yeah, right. just a doddering old fucking fool. And so then we uploaded a video, and she commented on it. Well, first, well, first of all, as yeah, far as, the email. The last email well, I sent. Well, even before that, as far as the interview went, she sucked, man. It got to the point where we just had to make it funny, and we had a, mm. a caller who added great to it. A Craig. Caller, uh, Craig. Craig had some great questions for her, and, you know, we did the usual where we had Pete ask silly questions and stuff like that, and then we were just mocking her most of the time, but she was boring. She didn't... None of the stuff that she was trying to pro made any sense. Like the video's hilarious. Her, her whole thing from the beginning was like PMS myth, PMS myth, and somehow she started talking about her journey to Antarctica, where she went yeah. to oh, Antarctica okay. to conquer her fears. I'm like, what? Your fear of cold weather? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are so, you uh, afraid of getting attacked? By so then afterwards, Rob, before the 
Well, yeah, do the email first, then do the description you wrote, and yeah. then the uh, then we'll go from there. So, so I wrote back, Gabrielle. The guy said to say thanks. They had a great time talking to you. So she said thanks, Sam, for the for passing the message. Pity the conversation could have been very good and longer. If only they were a bit sober. So first of all, not only would we have been much more interested in what she had to say, which I couldn't have tolerated a fucking word of her drivel uh, without a couple beers in me, but we also could have, which I said in the description, tore the space-time continuum and made just a longer uh, interview out of a half hour, right? Like, because that makes a lot of sense. That's how smart she fucking is. So then, yeah, we put up the video. uh, Slim uploaded it. And, uh... In the description, I put author Gabriella blah, 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 tells us about her trip to Antarctica where she figured out the PMS is a myth after <laughs> witnessing a seal rape a penguin. She took a call from Craig and really cleared up a lot of our questions. In her last email to our talent booker, Sam, she said, pity, the conversation could have been longer if only they had been uh, better and longer if they had been sober. So I put, I guess if we quit drinking, we could bend the space-time continuum to make half-hour interviews longer. Oh, well. And then I put her link in there. And, then, and emailed her the, the link to the, the uh Oh, yeah, the to the interview. Well. Yeah. And she said thanks. And then she commented on that, which she took down today because we went, we went on to see it. Uh, but we still had it in our, in our emails. She wrote on the video, What a waste of time and energy instead of using it for interesting conversation. There's nothing she Whoa, said that was what interesting. What a waste of time of energy. All oh, these guys, they could have been better if they we, weren't drinking. Oh, I wish they asked me more questions about penguins. We are all different. What can I say? If you want to read more about my trip to Antarctica, please read. And then she put all her fucking links in there. And then Ralph replied to that. I listen to the show every week. Uh, our buddy Ralph. I listen to the show every week, and you are about as interesting as watching a styrofoam cup decompose. I guess anybody can just write a book these days. Maybe I'll write one about shaving my nuts. <laughs> and that is so true because of all the shitty like book authors we talked oh, like a yeah. messiah. Like, how the yeah. fuck do you get a book published mm, like that? I don't but, um, understand. Actually, right now I'm reading a great book, and we're talking to the guy in a couple weeks. It is called Baseball Dads, A Love Story by Matthew S. Hiley, and mm, it is the most offensive politically incorrect book and really? it's amazing dude it's, it's kind of like and at some points it reminds me of like a, a south park and then kind of like a tarantino movie because you're laughing at something horrible like <laughs> something fucking great I, I can't wait to talk to the guy so then my son got cornholed by a baseball bat <laughs> oh that's it's nothing but racist and retard jokes every other line and they're this all doing like cult. an interesting book i'll have to check it, it out myself. it's really cool dude i wish i had more to pass along a message that the chick that's in charge of it. Mm. See if she could send any more copies. I was going to see if there's a copy on Kindle and I'm mm. going to download it and read it because you just stop talking it. about yeah. it got me like really interested in it. It does sound and awesome. I just got to a point where uh, it's like big Star Wars references. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. There be... we go. That's The one dude's fucking wife got, gets him um, for, for a gift. A bathrobe, like Obi-Wan Kenobi's robe. Oh, that is amazing. That is badass. Yeah. And it was weird, too, because we found that guy through... Oh, Ron and Cheese. Ron and Cheese. But, um... Hmm, interesting. When, when we started talking, because she's like, she wrote, Hey, Ron and Retard, how'd you like to have this guy on? And we, we were going back and forth, and I was like, Really? Why didn't you just email us on a regular show? Because we ran our ad, like, mm. a week before, and then I realized her email went to the spam folder for some reason. I don't know why, but I'm just really glad I didn't miss out on this fucking guest. Yeah. And uh, because it went to the spam folder, I, I probably would have never seen it or see, seen it way too late yeah, or something. I, um, you know, 
I had a couple more things I wanted to say about uh, Gabrielle. Like, yeah. you can't oh. even stick to your guns. Like, she posted the comment and deleted it, and I was trying to figure out, did you delete it because you didn't like what Ralph said, or did you delete it because you just backed the fuck off? Like, we you told her, out? too, like, that we like, just what? go off the cuff, like, oh. uh, several times, and, and I guess she just wanted some pre-fucking, you she know, say what she wanted to say, and she... we just sit there and listen. And yeah. That would have been so well, great. She probably realized she was being a boring fucking cunt. And yeah. And, like... When he proved, like, he, like, stated that, she mm. probably went, oh, well, you know, it probably yeah. wasn't that interesting. And That's what I was it. thinking that, too. Like, and I'm coming on, if you're going to go on a show and talk about something specific, don't talk about something else that's completely off topic and right. nobody gives a flying fuck about that, it. That, and we let people just be themselves, too, like Lucas. He said this was the funnest show he's ever been on, and... Yeah. We're he, just a couple amazing, of bombs. Yeah. yeah, oh my god, Lucas was killing us, man. And, like, he, he even said um, on a fa uh, Facebook comment on his page and to me personally in a message that it was the funnest show he's ever been on. And I was thinking, too, and there have people we've had who their content technically shouldn't fit our show, but yeah. they're such good people. Yeah, they're, they're such, like, cool, dude. cool yeah. people. Like, we had uh, this woman who... We were ready to bust her. Rob had a whole sheet mm. ready for, like, just <laughs> Frankie Tuesday calls All and everything. Was, the, the and whole prep. what it was... And she was this woman who was trying to save this whale, uh, Lolita, mm. and she made this song of her just singing, and it was... It was not a great not song. Not a great song, so we were just like, oh, you know, this one's going to be awful, but yeah. she won us over right away. She, she had a lot of charisma. A sweetheart. She was, she was really funny. nice. It was well, just, you know, it's you know. One, thing, one thing to be interesting, you know, and, like, engage somebody, and it's another to be just, like, a fucking wet fish yeah. and just, yeah. like... Oh well, well, my shit's oh, important. I saw the seal. The seal. It was giving it to that penguin. Yeah, it ripped that penguin it pretty good. Do it. That was the other thing. You know, she claims all this PMS myth and shit. And one of my questions was, and I think you said it, Slim or Pete did, uh, ask if she was a doctor. And then she said she studied this what NLP shit. NLP. Okay, so that's oh. what I wanted to know I, what that I shit know, was. Yeah. I know what. Uh, NLP is NLP is a uh, neural logistic programming, and the reason I know what it is is because a couple years ago I got really deep into the pickup artist community. Oh jeez! And the oh. pickup artists you use... weren't like trying to hypnotize chicks or something. Yes, like that, were you? Were you really? But that's what NLP is. I thought it was is. like Kegels. Like, uh, pickup artists use the NLP <laughs> to uh, manipulate people to like kind of hypnotize them. It's kind of a form like, of hypnosis. What are you doing, Lena? Um, you're going to dinner with me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Exactly. Right? What do you think do you're that. doing? You're putting your hand down my pants. What, that's what, what am I doing? Do. What are you doing? <laughs> huh? But it's like a, it's a pseudo-psychology that has a lot to do with uh, visualizing things. Like, you'll visualize, like... Say oh, like James Goy. Yeah, like you wanted to co money, money, Say money, you wanted money, to money, get money, money. rid of a fear. So in NLP, what you do is you visualize the fear, and then you change the image of it. So mm. loosely, if the fear is in your mind, according to NLP, it's this big, bright image. Now you have to make it a black and white image and make it smaller and then automatically you're now over the fear because you changed the image in your head. I don't that's understand what NLP that. Is. that. It's a pseudo-psychology. That it's sounds never like been something, recognized That as sounds a like real, something somebody stupid um, in the fucking 20s made up like craniology. Like, your head is the shape and fucking width yeah. for like a carriage master or something yeah. stupid like that and nobody <laughs> gives a shit and it never worked ever. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's... <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the... I can't, it's been so long ago, but I'm trying to remember what the pickup artists would use it for. I think that's what they would do. They would use some of the techniques on girls where they would be like, imagine this bright color uh, orb, and the orb goes inside of you, and it's supposed to make them all like happy, and then they want to fuck you. Ugh. <laughs> like, so, that works very um, well. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. 
I, I, actually, I never got laid once using any pickup artist techniques. <laughs> <laughs> He's never gotten laid once. You've heard it here, folks. Robin Slim exclusive. Oh, I do have something. I, I had to plug something. Our friend uh, Hollywood Christian Vogel has a new movie uh, out. He's promoting. It's called 120 Days of Sodom. Uh, you guys got to check that out. 120 Days of Sodom. That's uh, Hollywood Christian Vogel's new movie. Cool. Uh, <laughs> He no, also, he just he just came at at it with a conversation him and I were having, and he was like, "Dude, you got to see this movie from this Italian director." All these people were like killing themselves because the director was so mean to them. It's called 120 Days of Sodom. So I told him that I would be like, "I'm going to promote that under your name." So cool. That's what I, I have a video too. This great video, my buddy Bill uploaded to the interwebs on Facebook. I wish he would put it on YouTube because it's it's fucking hilarious. He's talking about river goats. I, yeah. And, what is uh, a river I, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, okay. Somebody asked him in the comments, and he said it's hard to explain, and it takes too much time to understand. They're, so They're not the fucking goats that faked in anything, are they? I don't know, bro. And, but it's the funniest video. I, I got to talk to him again and tell him to put this thing on YouTube. Because this is so funny. Here's the audio from my buddy Bill Allen about the river goats. Well! Everybody's at work. What the shit? <laughs> hey, I just want to know something. Where did River Goats at? <laughs> River Goats. If anybody knows what that is, let me know. Because I want one. <laughs> it sounds like, like an ugly chick or something. Yeah, really? That's what I was thinking. Like a lot lizard or something. It's yeah. got to be like one of those skinny broads. Yeah, that's what I was picturing too. Just, just hideous. All hairy and just like, <laughs> <laughs> disgusting looking. Oh the my hair's God. all messed up and yeah. greasy. And yeah. It's like fucking poking crease, out of different, yeah. Creases in their face. He's awesome. Like, he likes us on Facebook. I definitely have to have him call us someday because he, he's fucking hilarious, man. So you remember, like last week, uh, there was an explosion. Yeah. The, the yeah. Mm. There was another one recently in Point Pleasant. Really. And I thought it was funny. This guy wakes up and he smelled like a bad odor, and he goes and walks into his bathroom. I guess you know. I do you, that too. Yeah, oh, like yeah. you don't really think much. Your and ass he just cracks, turns, got funky yeah, overnight. Yeah. You know, check your, your underpants, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, so he turns uh. his bathroom light on. House explodes, <laughs> and he gets pushed out the door from the explosion. What door? The bathroom door? The front door. The so I'm assuming he maybe had a bathroom like this and must have like reached in and turned the light on, oh. and then the explosion pushed him out of the front yeah, door. I, I he would, did survive. That sounds like the mob. Like I would hope put so, out a hit because on him. Yeah, otherwise you're looking at like a good like 30 feet you're being thrown by the fucking explosion to get out your front door, and uh, you would think by that time you'd be dead from a fucking point yeah. like explosion. He definitely had like a lot of burns, they said, but they did get him in a stable condition. But like I saw pictures, the house is gone. It's like, just imagine what you're thinking. Where like you get exploded, you look, your house is fucking yeah. gone. You're you're either thinking like I want to do that again. That's the coolest fucking like... thing I ever did, bro. <laughs> like, I would really? probably want to do it yeah. again. You know what? If that, that was me, again. I'd be like, yeah, that was me, man. The house exploded right in my fucking face. Did anyone get fucking footage? Because I'm gonna punch somebody if they didn't. Yeah, yeah, really. I gotta be able to prove this shit. Mm. In the article I found, I didn't see any footage, but he could be like, way, I'll be look like, into it on break if I. Go into a bar and be like, you see where I got this scar? This is a house exploding in my fucking fuck face. Yeah, fuck yeah, motherfuckers. Co fucking cane. You see this fucking patch of fucking red purplish skin? That's because I got blown up, you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's got a better goddamn story than that. <laughs>
I'm a burn victim. I got a slather <laughs> fucking Vaseline all over my face before I go out the fucking house. I'm missing a fucking eyebrow. <laughs> you say too, and I was... Did I tell you that story and you were like, that's a peat pit? Or no, that, uh, no, I think you might have said that for some other stuff. But that could No, be a I pit. said there was something, yeah, that we should have peat do. And that's, that should happen uh, too, though. We should blow the fucker up. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say uh, <laughs> Latherman and Vaseline or something. Oh, my God. Like Latherman and Vaseline and like set him to gotta, shave his eyebrows <laughs> and set him to Wawa. Or, or, or like a, a fucking buffet, bro. Have the Vaseline like dripping like into the fucking food and shit. As he's getting Chinese buffet, bro. Just globs of Vaseline. <laughs> What's that, Slim? A half-empty cabinet? Well, R&R Antiques and Collectibles specializes in sci-fi and pop cultural memorabilia. There's a large collection of Star Trek that is interesting. Many items on hand include characters whose portrayal by actors are no longer with us, such as DeForest Kelly's Bones or Leonard Nimoy's Spock. Many autographed and... Uh, many... Photographs are autographed, and some cast group shots are available from Star Trek, Walking Dead, and other sci-fi shows. Music on CDs, some movies on DVDs, posters, and other horror paraphernalia can be seen at this remarkable booth. You know where it is? Nope. Fuck you, then. These items can be seen at Days of Old on Route 9 in Smithville, Galloway Township, New Jersey. Nick Raspa Jr. is a proprietor of R&R and O Antiques and Collectibles. Booth number M. Is that possible? Oh, booth number N1? M1. M1. M is in motherfucker. Nick can help you in person on Thursdays at Days of Old. Days of Old's phone number is 609-652-7011. Hope to see you there. Live long and prosper. And I am sad. Very sad that Leonard Nimoy died. I tweeted, why couldn't it have been a Kardashian? Yeah. But you said Kanye West. I originally was going to put, but I didn't put it. Uh, uh, Kardashian, but all the Kardashians and Kanye West would not have equaled the well, great fucking Leonard Nimoy, bro. Got that right. Holy Does anyone shit. know how old he was? He was, he was 89, 89, I think. No, he was, I heard he was 83. He was I don't know if he yeah. was 83 or him, but still, in his 80s. Yeah. At least he, he lived oh long God. enough to be in like the reboot of Star Trek, because <sighs> he was in that, right? It, it, yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. Was and good. you know what? He did, he did excellent stuff that wasn't Star Trek related. Like, in the yeah. early 80s, he did a show called In Search Of, and I had the... I think I've seen that. I've had the opportunity <clears throat> to watch it in the fledgling days of the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, yeah. I watched a lot of sh fucking TV back when I was younger. Yeah, I and, think it uh, raised all of us back then. And, uh, you know, that show was fantastic because he would go in search of myths and it would be like a wow. two-hour-long episode or something like that. And they went really, really in-depth and like had scientists and with the locations and all sorts wow. of stuff. And it That's was just cool. a fantastic show. And, of course, you won't see anything like that on Sci-Fi Channel now. It's gonna no, be Sharknado. Yeah, it's going to be fucking Sharktopus versus Megalodon <laughs> yeah. 14. Go Shark. Yeah. They Fuck used to even have a great like sci-fi originals. Like, I heard they're making one where a seal rapes a penguin. Oh, I want that really. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> I hope for that's, that one. I hope that's, that's got Bruce so Campbell great. in it. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll finally figure out the mysteries of PMS. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a cunt! What a twat! She's a bitch. All right, well, I bet she's never gone to R and R and O. Nick Rasper Jr. Get your collectibles there. <laughs> Call them. 1-609-652-7011. All right, guys. We're going to take a break. We will be back in five or maybe ten. <laughs>
See you. See you. And like, before that. I don't like. I don't mean that song. I don't like that much. It's okay, but that? uh. That's like one of the more known ones that he. Did. I've liked some of his other shit so much better. Like Odelay was a fucking. The whole album was great. Yeah. This stuff was weird too, though. Right? It's like very artsy, if I remember correctly, because I think I've listened to the mm. album and it wasn't like nothing else sounded like that. Yeah. Like, very, he was uh, like the first, like, DJ to like break through the mainstream, and uh, there was a whole fucking what Futurama about Beck. Yeah. It yeah. Was, uh, Bender, Bender wanted to be a fucking country singer or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Folk, folk singer. Yeah. Folk singer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the washboard or something. Yeah. He had the. Uh, he. Uh, he got like in like some sort of like. Oh, he got trapped on uh, an oversized can opener, uh, automatic can opener. And, That's like, right. It ruined it, like ruined his body or something. He had giant <laughs> holes in his body, and like he disabled the robot. That's what it was. And, <laughs> <laughs> the best part about that was is they had Beck's head, you know, Beck's head in the jar. And yeah. Kind of like they have all the celebrities. So they had Nimoy in there, too. Yep. And uh, they put his head on, like, a fucking mannequin. And like, yeah. that's how he was doing the show. They wheeled him out on, like, a hand cart, too. A hand <laughs> truck, too. Like, that was awesome. But I have a public service announcement. Public service announcement. There will be a can jam. Open mic night. Oh, you going to do it, Slim? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll oh, go do the fuck uh, yeah. when is it? What's Open that? mic night at Tuckerton Beach Grill. All participants and audience members are encouraged That's where to bring... I met Michael. I met Michael at the uh, open mic night at Tuckerton Mol- Beach. Mol- Mol- yeah, Holden. Yeah. Awesome. He was fucking awesome. All participants uh, and audience members are encouraged to bring non perishable canned food items for the Tuckerton Food Pantry in Tuckerton, New Jersey. Open mic night is on Thursdays. The Tuckerton Beach Grill is located at the end of Green Street towards the water. Come help the hungry in our area and join in the singing. So, oh, you're going to go sing, bro. I know, but uh, yeah, Lamborghini will. We'll get some Lamborghini, Lamborghini. on some. <laughs> oh, man. Get him on some Four Locos and have really? some, oh, some fucking Alice in Chains. That's what we should do. But I have a great segue talking about grills. <laughs> There's a grill in <laughs> Rob does not want to talk about this story, but I'll bring it up anyway. There's a grill in Iowa. It's called the yeah. Extreme Smokehouse and Grill. It's gay. And they have a burger that they call it the Hellfire. It's called the Flaming Hellfire Burger. Let me guess. You have to sign a waiver, just like every other piece of shit. <laughs> yes. Death waiver. Yeah. That makes it good. Uh, you, you know, you know, they actually, in their 50s, when they had Psycho came out, they actually had people sign a waiver to go see that. Oh, in really? Yeah. yeah. What, did they think it was going to give them seizures? Do it you remember? So scary, supposedly so scary that you might fucking faint or die from it <laughs> that shit was happening do you remember Blair Witch yes there was a lot of shit like that going on during Blair Witch and people were saying they were going there and like having like seizures or something uh, yeah, it, or, was like, a, just... it was a lot of fucking vertigo because the camera vertigo. was so terrible that... and everyone wanted to vomit and it was also how bad the movie was but that's the yeah. point but so this burger <laughs> is so hot that it comes to your table on fire Seriously? Like they yeah, fuck yeah, fire. that means it's hot, motherfuckers. <laughs> shit, dude. Oh my dude, god, it's gotta be fucking shit. amazing if it's on fire, right? Dude, I gotta see this <laughs> fuck shit, yeah. I love crazy food things. Wait, here's uh, a picture of it. Let's see. Let me bring 
I got to see. Extreme it. burger. It comes on fire, huh? Does there the devil does the devil jizz on this burger? Yeah, that's what, what it happens? is. The devil just jacks right off on there, and that's what happens. Oh, that's fantastic. It looks delicious. It does look delicious. Dude, it looks like it's gonna give you heartburn as you smell it. Yeah, it. You know Ugh. what? It's probably they probably should just call it the burned open oh, asshole. Oh my god. Let me guess. Do they have a fucking uh? What was that? A blowtorch? Is that how they do it? Is that how they fucking <laughs> yeah. do it? Uh, 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 what, what do they do? Put a little vodka on there? Oh my god. They're fucking. They're they're really breaking ground with this. I can only this. imagine what's in it. I mean, if they claim it's like. Super hot. I, I I'm half tempted to like find out what it's what's in it. Okay, oh. I can tell you what's in it. It's made from a slab of beef infused with ghost and cayenne peppers. Holy shit! And pure chili extract. Oh, I heard there's a page of the Necronomicon <laughs> actually like stuffed in the raw meat. They, like, <laughs> they fucking do that, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's also with relish of habanero and jalapenos and ser serrano. Want to see my jalapenos? The entire thing is then smothered in hellfire uh, sauce and mm. s and a splash of grain alcohol. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> like you said, fuck. Oh my God, dude! When they say when they say ghost <laughs> chili and fucking the the chili extract. That's Why would you want to do that to yourself, yeah. though? Yeah. Like, it's that's not even like hot. you're. It's not gonna taste man. like anything. I'm a real fucking no, man. It's, it's so hot, dude. The the ghost chili is the fucking hottest chili on the planet. It's the hottest pepper on the planet. It's it's something like three thousand times hotter than a jalapeno. Why? Why would you even yeah. do that? Yeah. It's I just mean, heat. It's no flavor. It's just well, pure no, fucking the, heat, and your pepper, mouth is gonna fall out. The pepper itself. I mean, peppers yeah. add flavor. When he said he put. The extract, whatever extract that uh, is. Chili, yeah, chili, chili extract. Chili extract. The extract itself is pure heat, is where the fucking pure heat comes from. I mean, I like, read a story where they say it's it's more powerful, like a thousand times more powerful than like uh, pepper spray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It absolutely is. I like hot stuff. But like, yeah. if you put if you put ghost chili anywhere near it, there's a good chance I'm not gonna go touch it. I'm yeah. not gonna fucking touch that thing because I, I I'll either be shitting my pants and puking at the same time, or I, I don't know. I'll just be fucking spraying blood out of my ass probably <laughs> yeah. because it's just so fucking hot. I mean, it's unbelievable. There's this other story I I read uh, that came out this week where um they have this like extreme. You know the warheads? Like, they're yeah. extreme sour mm -hmm. in, like, another country. And this one kid, I guess, decided he wanted to sneak one before he went to school without his mom knowing. Yeah. And it burnt a hole in his tongue. And I, I, I don't have the story nice. on, but, yeah, it has this big, just red hole in the middle of the Holy kid's shit. tongue. Like, that, how that's sour safe, that is. That's safe for fucking consumption? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously? Yeah. Like, what does it do to your insides if it's was, doing that to your tongue? Is this kid, like... I hope this kid was, like, retarded and picked up a fucking burning hot coal instead of the piece of candy. Because that's the only way I could see it happening. Well, I think it, too, that also means he wasn't moving around in his mouth at all. He had to no. have it just sitting. I'm going to open a fucking restaurant, and Pete's going to be... Pete's going to run it. And he, we're just going to burn little kids with fucking uh, cigars and cigarettes. There you go. Just And it's the hottest fucking dinner in town. A couple and, chicken nuggets and fries, and we're just going to burn your tongue with a cigarette. You're going to have open toasters that people sit on and hook yeah. turn them on so they burn their ass on them. They're going like, to be able to eat. Uh, they're going to be like a smoothie through a straw, and they're going to be able to go eat that in a tanning booth. There's going to be a lot, of, a lot of good shit. And you have to sign. Sign a lot of waivers. That's all it's going to be. It's called uh, PJ McGillicuddy's waivers. PJ McGillicuddy's waivers. Fucking god um, damn it. 
All right. Uh, trying to think. I have so many I stories. S- I just uh, shared a, uh, a story to your wall mm. and the show page. I guess they're making um, a new live-action He-Man movie. Are and the picture really? of Battle Cat is, is what just got released. It looks fucking awesome. I have to look at this. Yeah, details on the live-action Master of the Universe movie. Oh. Look at this shit. Uh, may have been scarce to say, at least, but the senior VP production at Sony Columbia Pictures, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> he, man, that's fucking awesome. Remember that's the one a... with Dolph Lundgren? Oh, dude, that Oh, movie. my God. I so I remember watching that in the theaters and just so wanting to love that movie. Yeah, it oh, it's so bad, bro. It was, and that was a live-action He-Man? Yeah, the, it was. Oh, it was so different than knew. any of them. So d- he came to Earth. Yeah. Any, basically oh, anything with Dolph Lundgren in the 80s was bad. Did he at least like hold the sword up and go, I have the power! I don't think so. No, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, none, of the, none of the show, none of the cartoon show had anything to do with the movie. What's the, like, um... There was no Man at Arms, there was none of... There no, was, there was no. nothing. I mean, like... Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan is <laughs> almost as much of a piece of shit, but it's so funny that I, I bought the DVD and I still watch it. It's just so bad and campy, but the He-Man one was terrible, dude. Oh, yeah, there yeah was, there's nobody else. There's not no, even. There's no redeeming quality cat. to that He-Man movie. Did he fight movies. like Nazis or something? <laughs> it was something stupid, dude. Skeletor looked like an oh, emaciated right. old skeleton. Like it was from, Skeletor. It, mm. it, it was just there was no point to it. It was just so dumb. It was, it was crap. basically a cash in on the name. That's all yeah. it was. That's all it was. Have you ever seen Roadhouse? Uh, I know of it, but I've never it's, actually watched. I never saw it. So great! I actually had just seen it recently, like a year ago. Mm. Just an amazing movie. There's like a scene where he it rips like a guy's throat out or yes, something, that I, that and I then know. he just screams for like ten minutes. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> God, is he screaming? But anyway, um, you know, like all this. All the cops are, you know, messing up and beating people in New York yeah. and wherever. So they're, uh, they're trying to implement like a new program, mm. and they're showing them clips from movies. And one of the clips that they're showing their uh, cops that they're training at the academy is from Roadhouse, and it was this clip here. Really? So <laughs> I have to play. They're showing this. clips from Roadhouse. Yes. All right. Interesting. Let's see this. People who really want to have a good time will come to a slaughterhouse. And we've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many uh, 40-year-old adolescents, felons. Oh, no. Power drinkers. All right, let me, uh, let me pause it real quick. Trustees of modern chemistry. Cold fucking cave! <laughs> I'm going to shut the HD off. It's going to change. Slowing it down. Man, that sure sounds good. But a lot of the guys who come in here, we can't handle one-on-one. Cold fucking K! <laughs> Let's drop ourselves down to 480p. Oh, jeez. fucking K! <laughs> oh, there we go. Now we're buffered. All right. Even two-on-one. Don't worry about it. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One. Never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And three, be nice. Come on, honey. 
If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. Okay. Cocksucker. Ask him to walk. <laughs> be nice. If he won't walk, walk him. But be nice. If you can't walk him, one of the others will help you, and you'll both be nice. I want you to remember that it's a job. It's nothing personal. Uh-huh. Being called a cocksucker and personal? No. It's two nouns combined to elicit a prescribed response. I wonder if somebody calls my mama a whore. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> yes. Probably. I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. Well, uh, how are we supposed to know when that is? That's our strong man, baby. I'll let you know. You are the bouncers, I am the cooler. All you have to do is watch my back and each other's. Take out the... Yeah, kind of like a slap in the face to the police that are being trained. Like, wouldn't it have made more sense to... First of all, that clip was awesome, and Patrick Swayze is amazing, and if he was still alive and they actually got him to He's go in there... dead bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, turns really. out it would have been cool, but couldn't they have at least maybe... Took, made an inspired speech from that movie and just you know told them like hey you guys just you know be nice yeah. be nice yeah, yeah. So that's it but no they're like you gotta listen to what Swayze says yeah. in this movie yeah <laughs> yeah but make sure know. make sure they could have just said you, the shit make sure you when you, when you choke that six foot seven four hundred pound black guy nobody's watching you yeah that's, that's <laughs> yeah. all I'm gonna say doesn't matter what happens before or after but. When you fucking choke them or beat them with your belt or pistol whip them, just make sure nobody's got their camera phone out. That's all. These fucking things smell great. Oh, yes, they do. What are they? Those are pineapple cupcakes? Yeah. That's from our good friends. Our good sponsors. And where are they at? Everywhere. <laughs> Paula's Cleaning Service. 1609-879-9675. Uh... R and R and O R and O Antiques and Collectibles. They are 609-652-7011. And then that uh was it? The Can Jam open mic night at Tuckerton Beach Grill on Thursdays. It just says uh, Thursdays, so I guess it's every Thursday. Yeah, every Thursday they do the uh open mic at uh the so yay cupcakes. We're oh totally gonna eat on the air. Mike, help yourself. <laughs> Alright. They're moist too. Ah, good oh, Moist than really your good. whore mom. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> be nice. Yes, be nice. Be nice. Be nice. So, mm. while we're eating these, I have a wonderful story to go along with eating cupcakes. Yeah, I jerked off on the three of them. <laughs> I rubbed my nuts. Mm. Hey, you know something? I'm, not, delicious. Partic I'm not particularly fond of pineapple, but this is pretty good. Like, I like pineapple, but oh, yeah. Yeah, this is good, oh, this dude. This is excellent. Mm. Fuck yeah. Oh. You're not getting any of these fuckers. Pete. I yeah, want... Pete's mi is missing out on the pineapple cupcakes. I would have made him eat a whole plate. <laughs> after a hot dog smoothie. <laughs> hey, what? Give him, a, give him one in the hot dog smoothie. There mm. you go. Pineapple hot dog smoothie. So I had this other news story that I got this week. I thought it was amazing. And it said in a, uh, in a rare legal move, prosecutors brought a body part into the courtroom to be examined. They cut out the victim's vagina, what? brought it into the courtroom, and just slapped it on the projector. 
because what apparently she do? was she was stabbed in the vagina. So I just picture. Did the judge take it to his chambers? Yeah, really? I would hope so. Stabbed in the vagina, nice. And they had to bring that in for evidence. Yeah, That's... yeah, absolutely. I, I just picture this fucking guy coming in with like he's got like a long white glove on, and he just reaches into a bag and pulls out like a bloody Ooh, vagina just and flops just it down it right in the vagina. fucking middle of the courtroom. He's, he's uh, moving around. He's trying to like open up the the wound where the stab is, and he's like, "Hold on!" He picks it up and licks it. Yeah, licks it uh, in yeah. the middle of the courtroom. Uh, I, just, I get I get the I get the image of like. This maybe late fifties guy, probably from Germany. He's got this real short crew cut with the shaved sides, and a white lab coat, and he comes in with the one really long rubber glove. Yeah, and he's like, "This is the vagina." I did have a clip of, of the of the courtroom. What the lawyer said when he plopped hey, it down. We're all gonna get laid. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's what he said. And then everybody got a turn. Yeah. And then one of the jury guys said this. I'm jerking off, baby. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> like, I couldn't understand why, and in any instance, how this would be appropriate to, like, bring uh, bring the victim's vagina into the yeah. courtroom. I heard like, the judge was not happy with the fact that it was a vagina, and he just said this. I'm gonna make little fetuses in your colon. <laughs> he wanted the butthole, bro. You know, I, I hope the I hope the victims like mother and children were there. Be like, oh, so that's what my mom's pooter looked like. You know? <laughs> right, yeah, I didn't even I think know. of that. If the family's victims are there, that's but she like was mom. That's my mom. I know. She was a prostitute, so I assume she doesn't have any family. Oh. No, <laughs> or a soul, yeah. or anything else. <laughs> oh, what a shame. That reminds me of our first guest tonight. Virgo Perido. She's a prawn store. Porn star. Prawn, and, uh, I love prawn. Who knows if she's calling because her Twitter was deactivated for what? I don't know. Could it be the gaping vagina picture or the picture of her sipping a, a big black cock? I don't know, bro. But... <laughs> was that on her Twitter? Oh, there's like... a couple. I think her and another broad were just kissing the tip, bro. Oh. What else are you going to do? Uh, Give it a hello. It's in should, your face. They should fucking Photoshop like a sock puppet on there or something. I'm surprised nobody's Photoshopped our... Uh, our, our picture with my reaction to Pete, I figured somebody would have put a dick in my mouth, but nobody's done it yet. Oh, uh, are you surprised? At the <laughs> yeah. <ball? laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with people? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, buddy. I have one more I... story. I have the uh, this uh, girl, I guess she was like 18, and it says she is being indicted for involuntary manslaughter, allegedly for urging a friend to commit suicide. She then raised money for mental illness in the name of her friend. What? So basically, yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> happened is this kid parked his truck in like a Kmart parking lot mm -hmm. and called his friend and was like, I'm going to kill myself, and she's like, do it. And they found, like, thousands of text messages of her just telling him to do it, do it, do it. And, like, at one point, he gets out of the car, and he's like, you know, I don't think I'm going to do it because of, like, my family and this and that. And she's like, yo, you got to toughen up. Get back in that car and kill yourself. So he does it, what? and he ends up killing himself. And uh, then right after that, she goes, she started a charity she to raise money for mental illness. And she also filled, like, her Twitter page is filled with, I love my friend Conroy Rad was his name, Conrad. Conway Twitter. She's like, I love Conrad. I miss him. 20. It's so sad that he killed himself. Mm -hmm. it's like, but you told it to. Now, my thing with the story well, is... I, that's what I want Pete to do for the show. 
to kill himself, and then we raise the money. <laughs> and then we raise money for mental illness yeah. in the name of Slamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> we put one of those wreaths on, like, the fucking, uh, the power fucking pole, whatever that is. And get a poor four loco out every anniversary yeah. for him. A fucking dead teddy bear out there, whatever they put for those kids when they're ran over. Fuck them. Fuck this. All right. I wash my hands; they're all sticky. Oh, but um, I hope that's not because of the first guest. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's pre-gaming it because he's gonna oh. masturbate on the air as well while she's on the phone. Oh shit! <laughs> You're gonna rub one out for her, huh? Yeah. Live on camera. <laughs> she might like that. Who wouldn't? That'd be good. That'd be some good radio right there. Fuck yeah! Those are some good cupcakes. These are delicious cupcakes. Ah. Although it is making me remember times where I've drank, like, alcohol with pineapple juice in it. It's making me a little woozy. Good. Mm. <laughs> Maybe you'll throw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I oh, take I a know break I... or something. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, in case we have the caller and blah, 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 blah. Alright kids, we'll be back and don't urge your friends to commit suicide. Oh yeah. Or at least don't retire. Well actually I was I actually wanted to bring a one point about that is I do not think you should be tried for murder if you tell somebody to commit suicide and they do it because then Rob will be charged for murder when Chad Meeks kills himself because you did tell that guy to kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you're not actually doing anything to them, like Yeah. That's why I think you're safe, because you just told them to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You didn't threaten them, you just said, go kill yourself. Like, absolutely. I think I... She's not responsible for that kid killing himself at all. Like, he could have at any moment been like, you know what, fuck you, cunt. No, and yeah, ra- like, raising the money, that was a scumbag thing to do, but... Yeah. Or trying she's a, to. She's a shitty person because she didn't own up to it. She should have, after she'd done it, instead of coming out and be like, I love my friend, you should have been like, yeah, I hated him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told him to yeah. kill himself. He was oh, a scumbag, he did shitty things, and that was it, yeah. He if anybody needs... Yeah, nah, he was a fucktard, and she was a cunt. But she shouldn't be... She shouldn't have any murder charges against her, that's just goofy. Yeah, no, she she didn't... She didn't do that, I mean... Mm, it's not like she tied the noose and somebody Somebody argued with me about that. They said, that. oh, he was gonna stop, but she yeah. kept going. Yeah. But still, he could have fucking said no. Like, it is true that he did get out, and he was going to be like, oh, never mind, I changed my mind. And maybe if she did say, we don't really know, but I mean, if she was like, okay, good, don't do it, mm. maybe he would have stopped, but do, you don't really know. Whatever, Oh, man. she's a cunt, yeah, yeah. She's she's not anybody you want as a friend. You cannot trust that girl. Mm-hmm. That girl's going to screw you over at any chance you get. Oh, but... that's most, isn't it all women? Yes. That's true. Um, For the most part. But jail time, no. no. There's a couple good bras out there. I brought up the thing with Chad Meeks because, like, how many times have any of us just told somebody, like, I'll just fucking kill yourself? Yeah, die getting a coffin. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Shit. All right. Break time. Fuck yeah. All right, what's going on, guys? We are back. Are we supposed to be having a porn star call in? Yeah. But what, what happened? Probably getting three dicks in the ass. Uh, her Twitter was deactivated when I went to send her the confirmation email uh, or message hmm. on there. But then I went to her website and emailed her on her Yahoo and Gmail accounts, hmm. and uh, still nothing, nothing. She's probably sipping a dick right now. You know, 
Probably. Disappointing her fucking daddy. You know, too many of those gigantic black cocks in her ass. Mm. She's probably too busy, you know. In her honor, around her, upper, you know, all over the fucking place. Lucky gal. Lucky gal. All right. Should I tell uh, Duncan to call early? Um, it's up to you. I mean, we have more stories. I wanted mm. to just bring this up real quick because I thought it was really cool. Uh, this student made a real-life Batman costume that's combat-ready. Uh, he did it for, like, a Comic-Con. I heard but, about that. Yeah, it was called uh, Kick-Ass, and it was Big Daddy did it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this good suit that he made. That's cool. He's, like, 17. And yeah, I bring it up because I thought it was, like, really neat that he did that. But he said it's, it basically can uh, take, like, hits from machetes, baseball bats... Uh, let me see. Hold on. It actually says right here somewhere. A lot of money he had to spend on putting that together. Yeah, a lot of shit could block a machete, dude. This is uh, a kid whose parents have way too much money. And he has way too much time. Yeah. And not a girlfriend, obviously. Ugh. I don't know. Batman's, Batman's pretty fucking popular lately. Yeah. And it might get him laid. Doubtful, but you know, there's yeah. always that. Buy that douchey nerd girl with a Batman belt buckle. Yeah, that's just like well, stop it. You know, when you're 17, that's what if that's what you're getting, you that's what you're taking. I yeah. guess, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna end up like oh, that one got... dude when he killed like all those people. Remember that dude? He just ran over like pedestrians. Yeah, Elliot Roger, I think that kid's faggots. name was. Yeah, because he never got laid and he was like pissed off. Yeah. So I beat the Batman back. suit. Nobody <laughs> fucked me. <laughs> He's actually... I, I didn't fuck anybody. I meant. He's actually an industrial design student at Philadelphia University, a black belt. Well, I have my own radio show, dude. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? But he's a black belt in Kung Fu. Yeah. And just so happens to be a batshit crazy fan of his favorite superhero. Yeah. Okay. It can withstand punches, machetes, and baseball bats. And they set it on fire before they serve it. (laughs) And make it sign a waiver. Who gives a fuck? Another (laughs) shitty fucking stupid asshole got in the news for nothing. (laughs) Well, I, well I, what I'm curious about is what is he going to do when the dude fucking rolls up with a shotgun? Yeah. Uh, right. Come on, put that An down Uzi. and take a baseball bat. <laughs> what a dickhole. Ugh. All right, so we got, uh, there was a drug lord who was, it says, uh, how chocolate cake helped capture Mexico's most wanted drug lord. I just think of Pete. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. He'd be that stupid. If Pete like, was a drug lord. You're absolutely right. He I would be think. that fucking stupid. You could put out a fucking Twinkie or a fucking Four Loco <laughs> or just a pie, a plate of shit. And he'd probably be like, "What's that?" Apparently, this guy was well, down. well, it's, like it wasn't like, too. It wasn't like a cardboard box. As he goes, "Oh look, birthday his, cake." Uh. His name was Peter Gentilio. <laughs> Gentilio. Said he, uh, he traveled by four-wheeler and on horseback. He lived in caves, caves and on secluded mountain ranches, surrounded what? by his bodyguards and logistic men who kept his meth-dealing cartel dominant for years in the <laughs> western state of, uh, whatever the fuck that this is. This reminds me of, like, Roadrunner. What, did they put a fucking bear trap with a cake in the middle of it? And, like, what the fuck? Meep, meep. Basically. <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> Me, me. He's got like one of those fucking U-Haul lugger things on the back of his quad. He went out with a burrow with a fucking wagon on the back. He's just hunting for cake in the fucking hills. Like, what the what a fuck tard. Yeah, really. What was he on, meth or something? What was he, a heroin dealer? He had to be fucked up, bro. Probably. Just wasted just fucking handfuls of cake. 
What a good egg. <laughs> he really thought that out. Oh, you, you see know a cake in the in the fucking just on the ground. Don't just stay away in from it. In the middle it, of dude. the desert, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just fuck it. Just walk away. Dude, because just you're either resist getting, the urge. You're either getting captured by the FBI or you're getting fucking probed by aliens. <laughs> yeah. One. Take your pick. Nothing good can come from that. It's not like you're going to walk up to the cake and a million dollars is going to fall out of it. <laughs> you're either going to get fucking cornholed or thrown in jail. Yeah. This, this might be breaking the illusion, but it actually uh, was his girlfriend who sent him the cake and uh, didn't know that the cops uh, were, like, watching him. What do you think? It had, like, a file in it? Uh, Maybe it did. Maybe that's what it was. She like. put the return address on it, and the FBI agent went up to the post office. <laughs> Can I look at that? <laughs> it says that was the dessert that his girlfriend delivered to his hideout in uh, Colonial Town uh, on February 6th, which happened to be his 49th birthday. Uh. When authorities observed that Aaron, coupled with some sh shabby, shoby, Shuby, I don't know, spycraft by his hand-picked messenger, a federal police team was able to capture him in the pre-dawn hours of Friday without a shot fired. Hmm. So. What, what did that have? A, a microphone in it or something? Like, <laughs> yes. what, what, how did it get him? Oh, you know oh, he's eating cake. Go get him now. <laughs> yeah. They were watching the girlfriend, so it was obviously the woman's fault. Yeah. As usual. Oh, look at me. I'm being a good girlfriend. I'm going to bring you a cake, and I'm going to lead the FBI right to your fucking house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Mike pretty much nailed it Bunch on the head fucking there. assholes. So. She thinks she's being all helpful. But, Happy birthday. You're going to jail. <laughs> I, uh, I love this story. It just says... I'm the gift that keeps on <laughs> This story just says, Man sets fire to home after niece refuses to give him ride to liquor store. What else are you going to do? <laughs> wow. That's, just wow. That's all you can do with that fucking point. <laughs> that's how you teach the kids a lesson. Yeah. yeah right. The fuck is wrong with that? I need my you know, goddamn Colt 45. Take me to the liquor store. The house is getting burnt. <laughs> I'm fucking nailing the windows shut. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, dude. That's just old, old school. That's it, yeah. That's like, dude, he's like the old dude that you can't betray, you know? Your fucking house burned down. Doesn't matter how close you are to him. He's gonna burn you, stab you in the cunt. I was thinking of that stupid bitch. Uh, what was that? She got bit in the vagina. Remember that fucking video? A viral video from a few years ago? What? I don't know if I ever saw bit that by one. A by, bit by a dog. It bit me in the vagina. You never saw it? It was like some fucking Mexican lady or something. Really? Yeah, and that's... Oh, she just kept saying it. I think cops came and she just kept squawking how she was bit in the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Rob posted this story. It was killer salt and deaths of... 300k chickens in South Carolina. Yeah, it's why the chicken fucker. Right, so I'm just gonna assume that, like, there's some dude dressed up as the colonel fucking stalking in the forest like he's Bigfoot going, Dad. I got the chickens! It was like Slim. Mom, we can make a lot of nuggets out of these. Come on. Come on I got 300,000 chickens, Mom. How many nuggets can we make out of these? A million? Two million? Mom, get the, get the oven ready. <laughs> so where was it in where was it South Carolina yeah it says revenge may be the motive of the killings of South Carolina revenge what it makes a lot of sense yeah down revenge. there that's how it, like, that makes all the sense in the world once you like, find like out three, 300,000 chickens that's like a lot of fucking chickens 300,000 yeah, yeah. dude Commercial how long did it take and how long how do they not catch the dude yeah. two weeks 
Uh, chicken's worth uh, about $1.7 million over the past two weeks. Wow. Oh, he's doing a little time. Yeah. Oh, all right. It says birds have been found dead of unnatural causes in 16 <laughs> chicken houses at six farms that grow chickens uh, for Pilgrim's Pride Corp. Right, the so largest poultry producer in the United States, which oh. laid off some six... The people right before the killings began. So some guy yeah. lost his job and was like, I'll teach them a fucking lesson. Yeah, really. I heard that their lawyer, uh, John Bockelgock, said, <laughs> Bockelgock! That's what he said in the courtroom. I don't know if that held up. Uh, but that's what their lawyer, Mr. Bockelgock, said. I wonder. I, what I, other name is a chicken going to have? Yeah, right. A chicken lawyer besides uh, Mr. Bockelgock. <laughs> that reminds me of Futurama with the fucking futuristic chicken that's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> He's like, I might be a hometown country chicken. <laughs> oh. I, have to, I, have to, I have to wonder, like... How this dude killed these chickens. You have to think, like, mm. he may oh, have too, fucked yeah. one of these chickens to death. Yeah, that's I what... I mean, like, you can't just kill 325,000 chickens in the same way every time. No. That's just stupid. At some point, he must have, like, stuck one up his ass or something. I don't know. He's got to do something fucking stupid. He can't just decapitate all the fucking chickens. No. There's no point to that. What was he, just mowing them down with a fucking machine gun yeah, or something? Yeah, like, cutting what them a up dick. with a fucking ch chainsaw or something? Yeah. He can't just be running them all over with his goddamn car. <laughs> just stab them one by one. Yeah, you gotta get ingenious know. about this. And chickens are not they're not exactly the easiest things to catch. No. I mean, you know, he's gotta do... What, is he going in with a fucking flamethrower or something? Yeah, yup. Or just putting down, like, poison feet or some shit. Maybe. Uh, this one was pretty cool. This is a video of a guy um, that basically was witnessed an accident of like two trucks crashing into each other right before it happened, and he caught it on video, and I thought it was pretty neat to see. Um, this road is so shitty, man. Like, there's got to be accidents on this ro road at least ten times a day. Yeah. All right, so I do have this video finally, and the quality is down, so we can Yay. watch it. But yeah, look at this row when this guy gets to like this, I guess, intersection or whatever you want to call it. It's just really awful. There's like, I don't see any stop signs. No stop signs. Two gigantic big rigs coming at each other. It's a Walmart truck. Of course it is. Oh, and there's, there's no stop signs. There's no lights. No. There's nothing. Wow, that's fucked up. And I thought the roads in Vegas were bad when I was out there. <laughs> well, here comes a couple of guys on motorcycles. Yeah, hey, you better go fucking fast because you're going to die. Let's go while we're young. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking cars. Oh, shit. Here we go. Here you go, stupid. Nice. Oh, Fuck yeah. Cold fucking can. Yeah, you got that right. That was cool. And the fucking other dude just takes off. Look at him. He's still Dude. going. <laughs> oh, there was sound. I just didn't have it off. You know, I think he stopped. You can see him oh, in the yeah. rearview mirror. All right. I thought he was still going. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding but me. But yeah, yeah, that has to happen on that road at least 10 times a day. That like, was sweet, dude. I'm sure. That was dude, cool. that, that was a pretty fucking awesome video. I'm mm. not gonna I actually got to play it again with the sound up because I didn't have the sound. I want to hear Hopefully it. we got some ridiculous reaction from the dude in the cab. That'd be awesome. I'm sure the dude's all right, though. Only the fucking... Yeah, yeah they both get out of the car like the towards the end of the hit. video. Fuck. Yeah. Wham. Yeah, oh boy. 
Well, he fucking launched that thing. That thing went a good, like, 20 feet It'd in the crazy air. if the driver in that car got, like, decapitated because the thing fucking sliced his fucking car. It opens up and a toilet comes out and fucking <laughs> flies into his car. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets killed by a barrage of tampons. Yeah. <laughs> the best way to die. Now, let's see the end of this video where they get into a fist fight in the middle of the road. That'd what the fuck were you doing, motherfucker? Here comes another goddamn right Walmart away. Yeah, truck. it's all Walmart out there. It's it's looking to run over fucking there Tracy Morgan again. Yeah. I don't know if that's the other truck driver. Is that a cop? Yeah, I don't even I think it's the truck driver or something. It's one of the truck drivers. They're all tweaked out. They're yeah. doing fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think this this guy here is the truck driver that hit the truck. Hmm. Oh, he's like bending over. He's like, oh, what the fuck have I done? Yeah. And now I think he's going to confront the dude. The fuck, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <fucking> dumbass. <laughs> well, the blinker's fucking annoying. Oh, he's got his four ways on. That's what it oh. is. Oh. He's he pushes him. <laughs> He's got it. The guy that hit the guy has his arms out. Like, well, what the fuck were you doing? And then the other dude that got hit just pushes him. But uh, that's it. I think that was the end of it. Right. Scary though, man. Like you said, like I don't know, being in the car, being the guy like witnessing that, your life has to flash oh, in front of your eyes absolutely. at that point because. It's like, I don't know, I would like jump in the, I would like natural reaction, jump into my back seat. Like, oh no, die for cover. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I wouldn't. Write it right out. Yeah. Sweet release of death. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Mm, God damn. Uh, man, holy shit, dude. That's a fucking, that is, that, I'm surprised there isn't an accident on that, like, that road every 15 minutes. Yeah. Like you were yeah. saying, Slim. I mean, seriously. That, that's fucking ridiculous. What about a fucking light or something? Yeah. Like, anything. How about a goddamn stop sign? That'd be nice. Yeah. Or caution. Even one of those fucking Yield. flashing yellow caution yeah. lights. I mean, anything. Anything would be better than the nothing. Yeah. All right. I think maybe what they're thinking is, like, all right, if we let the corpses pile up enough in the, on the side That's of the road, is. people will realize this is a dangerous fucking intersection. A certain amount of people probably have to die before they get they get the funding for a fucking oh, traffic yeah. light there. And you know, like, you call 911, you don't even have to give that big of a description. Yeah. You just got to be like, yeah, it's that road again. And they're like, all right, we'll be over there. Trucks! You know? Trucks! There's trucks you know everywhere. Exactly. You know that? Walmart! That, Walmart! Yeah, that intersection where there's a thousand Walmart trucks going by? Yeah, yeah all right, that one. <laughs> I do have this one. It says a deputy was fired after teasing a 65-year-old man in a wheelchair. Why would you do that? Yeah. Maybe these assholes need to see that fucking speech by Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah no, yep. right? What happened to be nice? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking funny. But still fucked up, man. Well, you never know. This could be one of those fucking Jack Lane motherfuckers mm. just posing around in a goddamn wheelchair waiting to yeah. fucking kung, kung fu somebody. Yup. Watch Katy Perry put on fucking eyeliner. Listen, I don't want to see Katy Perry unless you show me her pooter, but yeah. that's another story. Life, you know, why did they take me, you know? I, went, I, I could want no damn thing. Robin Slim Show. Hi, Robin Slim Show. Um, when are you going to eat the pie? 
We did. Oh, well, we're going to eat the pie in a little bit. We had the cupcakes. The cupcakes. Yes, they were amazing. I know the cupcakes. I'm, I'm watching you eat the cupcakes, and I'm glad you enjoyed them. Cupcakes were from the mix. The pie was, was, was from scratch. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, we. You got plates in this one? Oh, uh, yeah, I do have paper plates in the middle of the kitchen table. I have to so. say, I'm not a big fan of pineapple. I don't particularly enjoy it that much, but these cupcakes were pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, they were delicious cupcakes, but they definitely gave me a flashback from a hangover I had not too long ago where I was drinking, like, some kind of liquor with pineapple juice. <laughs> but, uh... Well, uh, I'm glad they are, you enjoyed them, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. Them. Thank you. And we're getting ready to eat uh, the pie right now. Rob just went into the kitchen to get some paper plates. Did you hear the reads? Oh, good. Good. Uh, it's uh, did you hear strawberry blueberry pie. Ooh, that sounds good. Nice. That does sound delicious. Uh, did you hear us do the reads? We uh, we did the reopened up the yeah. show with the reads, and we did a couple of them later on, too. Oh, my God. Thank nice. you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to sign off now. All right. Thanks once again. Take care. You too. What am I looking for? We'll just cut it with one of these. Yeah, that's why I grabbed a bunch. Ah, good old Wawa. Silverware. That's why I usually go in there and just rape them of all their napkins. Be like, I never need a paper towel ever again. That was like after um, Hurricane Sandy. (laughs) Like, we didn't, you know, the, the power was out. Yeah. I was just grabbing, like, fucking mayonnaise packets and shit. Fucking whatever I could, bro. Just crackers and salad yep. dressing. Croutons, <laughs> everything. Salt and pepper, why not? Ah. me you ain't got a real knife in this fucking joint? I didn't look. Uh, there are in that, like, the that red thing. There should be... Or, oh, right... Right there, there's a... There you go. Oh, oh yeah. look at that. You don't need a sword there, Rob. I mean, we're not, we're not like, work. fucking dueling here. Yeah, the Botsy video. <laughs> the bitch is doing in that fucking one video. Ah. Yeah. Oh, look at that shit. big knife. I'm stabbing somebody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Come on. Come on, you son of a bitch. I'm an asshole. Here, take, take some of the Pete's slice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here you go, here you go, Pete. We saved you one. And it's got nothing in the middle. <laughs> this will be Slim's piece. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fine. Your piece. <laughs> I'll go for it. That's your piece on the she floor. Said uh, what did she say, Mike? It was blueberry, strawberry, and apple. And apple. It sounds pretty damn good, actually. Yeah. It smells delicious. It smells fantastic. It does, dude. You didn't even get like. A well, yeah, yeah. I didn't even it. get anything like. No filling, just like I got like the lid of a pie. <laughs> That's what Rob gave me. <laughs> see if the camera can see what I got there. It's a pie the lid. Pie Nazi. I think I just sliced through the whole. Uh... Well, I'll be the next piece with nothing but fucking metal off the tray. <laughs> and then, and then, then the third piece will come. I'll take that one. I'll eat the metal piece. Nice. Got the shards in there. Uh, you know, I need I need more iron in my diet. <laughs> so you've heard it here, guys. Bring us food and we'll advertise for you. Yeah. That's it. That's the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. You want another piece, Slim? Um, maybe one with some filling? Maybe later on. I'm not uh, that hungry right now. Should I leave the, pea, the knife out for Pete? So, you know, that, that crust is <laughs> delicious, right? 
<laughs> the pizza crust. Ah. It is, actually, the crust is really good. It looks good. Guys, we're technically on a break right now, but I wanted to make sure you all heard us. I'm not. Mm. This is the best radio I've ever done. <laughs> this mm. is pretty good. What is it again? Uh, blueberry, strawberry. apple, and strawberry. Fuck yeah. That's oh, good. That is pretty that good. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Amy. Yeah. Bring the food. We very much thank appreciate you, thank it. Thank you. Oh, I can't. I keep dropping the pie. Ah. I'm going to play this video while we're eating. See if I can get it to work. This is the guy I tased in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. It's a funny headline. But it's kind of sad, the story, man. The guy looks like a nice guy, too. Mm -hmm. He was paralyzed for like 16 years. He's been like in that stroke. wheelchair. Yeah. Holy shit. And he didn't even really like do anything. Nah. He tased. He like waved the cop and they fucking tased him. I think his son was getting loud with the cop. I need to be where the pipes are. So, so I use QuickBooks and my entire business in the cloud. Like, just because. I don't know what's yeah. going on anyway. right now. Even down here in the dark. What's I that, still dude? See what happened nah, some random ad is playing. Oh. I run on QuickBooks. That's how I own it. Alright, there we go. Alright, here it is. Gangster life, you know, why did they take me, you oh, know? Amazing. I, I, I could not no danger to him. First at six, a local deputy is out of a job <clears throat> after he was accused of tasing an unarmed, half-paralyzed man <sighs> in a wheelchair. Seven hundred Judge Jenna Traum is joining us from our mobile newsroom in Pickens County. She has an exclusive interview with the man who was tased. Jenna. The Pickens County Sheriff's Office tells me uh, they announced the results of the internal investigation just a few hours ago. The spokesman here at the Sheriff's Office says this has been going on all week, this internal investigation. The family tells me although they were not interviewed as part of that investigation, they're happy to hear that deputy has been fired. <laughs> Parker Mansell Jr. says he thought he was going to die when a Pickens County deputy tased him in his own home. He's been using a wheelchair to get around for 16 years after a stroke left him paralyzed on the right side of his body. He showed us the two wounds where the taser prongs went in. It happened last Friday, February 20th. The Pickens County Sheriff's Office was assisting the Pickens Police Department serving warrants at Mansell's home on his 25-year-old son, Travis Mansell. Deputies say Travis Mansell resisted arrest and threatened his own life. He got that schizophrenic and bipolar. They told, he told him, said, don't come up on me. And uh, said, if you do, said, oh, you got to kill me to... That's when a deputy tased his son. The internal investigation found that use of force justified. Parker Mansell says he raised his left hand and pointed like this at the deputy and cursed at him, but did not threaten him. The Pickens County Sheriff's Office says backup deputy Stephen A. Tickner tased him. Parker Mansell says that caused him to fall out of his wheelchair and cut his foot open. He hit the ground. And I walked up and I was like, why did y'all tase him? And the man took me and threw me on the couch. The internal investigation was fucking tasing crazy, man. Was unnecessary and inappropriate. The deputy supposed to be here to save and protect. And now Dude, deputy just way out of control, man. Anymore. 
Toss abroad. The sheriff has declined the to do any interviews with the media on this matter. A second news release this afternoon says that's because he's now calling oh, the state Comcast law enforcement to Yeah, fuck, dude. You're like, fuck these guys. Thank you. The sheriff's office released today says Parker Mansell Jr. and his son's girlfriend, Lanny Davis, are under investigation for interfering in Travis Mansell's arrest. Oh, I see it now. I was just going to try to call. Wheelchair between his son and deputies. Yeah, we got to hurry. Davis lied to deputies that her boyfriend was not home. Robin Slim show. Showgram. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Getting 11 inches right up the ace tonight. 80 though. inches. 80 inches. Like, has that. That's a, that's a lot of fucking a lot of, snow. <laughs> a lot of snow, man. And he's like, yeah, that's about an average year. Last winter was much worse. Hey, like I said, I don't think we got 80 inches in like the last three or four years together. No. No. This is the coldest March since like 1934. <laughs> it Jesus fucking said. Dude, dude. <laughs> I, remember, I remember watching something on like the History Channel or whatnot. And, and like in the fucking 20s, they had a cold snap that was so fucking cold in New York. That after like a week, the birds were falling off the fucking scrape, the, the, the buildings completely <laughs> frozen solid and fucking just landing on the ground, shattering. Oh, that's amazing. How fucking cold that has to be? Yeah. That must have been like in the fucking minus, like just barely minus for like weeks beforehand, and birds are falling out of the fucking skies, t totally frozen. <laughs> Where's Gabriella? We need Gabriella on the show. She's I'm oh, right she's away. Here, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited I to know that I if I ever go blind, I can still have sex with penguins, guys. <laughs> Those flippers oh, feel great no. in your ass crack. <laughs> have you ever had a penguin nozzle you with his beak? <laughs> One more question. <laughs> what a cunt. Did you know polar bears don't have PMS either? <laughs> Why are you on the internet tonight? <laughs> Is Comcast having PMS? Cause they're lying. Pete, have you had a penguin <laughs> in your urethra? <laughs> Where is Pete? Yeah. <laughs> Is Pete being raped by a penguin? <laughs> Pete, I'll give you the link to my dick shack, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I wasting my time and energy with you guys? Gargle. I want to hear you gargle, baby. Just do it. Oh, I can't <laughs> gargle. Just do it. I love how he has Just that. do it, yeah. It's Just amazing. do it. The Slamborghini is a man. Yeah. He's doing kids' parties tonight. And he's, <laughs> he's entertaining. He's entertaining. Whole yeah, families. He's paid in four locos. Yeah. He does that shit. Yeah. I could see Pete just giving up on life and becoming a, a party clown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Who's got a four loco shot for me? Who wants to see a balloon animal? Wait, <laughs> let me drop my pants. <laughs> it's just dirty used condoms. <laughs> Blowing up condoms. Oh, God. oh, he's the best.
Just gargle! I want to hear you gargle, baby! <laughs> He's yelling at Just do it! He's got a stack of balloons in one hand, yelling at a little kid, gargle! I'd be kind of worried, but if they bleach that butthole, I'd be excited! <laughs> <laughs> the porno music makes it so much better, too. I'm jerking off, baby! It's all over! He wants to, uh, because P and I live together, and he wants to get a puppy. But like everybody's telling me, like the last thing you want is a dog. Yeah. Apparently, like they're awful. He needs a no, girl. He needs a girlfriend, bro. Dogs are amazing. It's just that they're so much more work than fucking cats. He likes cats. Yeah. Cats are just like, yeah. All right, just go do whatever you want to do, and the cat yep. shits in a box. You throw it away, and you're fucking done. Yeah. The dogs are like, I want attention. Want attention. Want attention. Want attention. Mm -hmm. Want to go out. Want to go out. Want to go out. Want to go out. Wanna Take go me out. for a shit walk. Yeah. Take me for a regular walk. Scratch my fucking balls. Fuck that. Fuck the, a dog. The dogs are definitely like an eternal kid. They're they're better if you want like companionship. Right. Yeah. But they're a lot more work. Cats are like, yeah, you I want something to walk dog, around baby. and leave hair everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take this deal. Sure, why not? It occasionally comes over and wants you, me to pet it. You should tell him away. if he does a vodka tampon. <laughs> he can have a he dog. Can have a dog. <laughs> Yo, could you like die from that man? Like a vodka tampon? Oh, I feel like that's something that could kill you. Robin Slim Show. Hey, uh, this is Ryan Leone. What's up? What's, What's going, going on, on Ryan? Ryan? Hey. What's happening, dude? You're in uh, Santa Barbara. I'm in Los Angeles. Okay. Oh. How's the weather out there, man? Oh, it's good. It's sunny. You know, it's where are you guys located? Jersey. Jersey. You want some 10 inches? Yeah. We're getting like 11 inches tonight. It's cold like every day. It's just miserable. <laughs> oh, I see. We had like a slushy rain the other day. It's just ugh, ugh. sick of it. Yeah, I used to live in Boston. I know. I know all about that weather. Wow. Now, you're a, a book author? Yeah, yeah. I wrote a, a novel called Wasting Talent. Uh, I came out last year. Nice. What uh, What's the book about? The book is about a musician that is addicted to heroin, and uh, it's kind of told episodically um, about his various adventures that he has. Well, um, you know, dependent to drugs. Okay. Now, is that anything from your real life? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was a heroin addict for 10 years, Wow! and I've been clean three now, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much a Roman Clef novel, and what Roman Clef means is that it's loosely based off my life, um, except yeah. certain elements of it were fictionalized. Wow. How, you said how long, 10 years? Yeah, I shot heroin for 10 years. What age did you start? I started doing it when I was 17. Damn. And how'd you do, like, who introduced you to that? Like, friends or? Yeah, you know, I was I was in the drug culture in high school, and yeah. one thing led to another. First it was cocaine, um, and then, you know, just heroin got introduced, and didn't really think much of it. It was just another drug, but yeah, uh, definitely got its claws on me. Yeah, I had a cousin who was uh, heavily into that, and then he never, I guess, fully got off it because he always did the uh, methadone. 
Yeah, methadone is a beast in itself. Mm. I was on that for three years. Wow. And, um, wow. you know, that's that's a lot harder to come off of than the heroin itself. Like, Jeez. you go through post-cute withdrawal for a good six months. Wow. Um, yeah, what, what ultimately ended up getting me clean was... Um, I got I got busted selling heroin um, with a cartel that was based out of Mexico, and I ended up going to federal prison for four years. Wow! And that that, that finally set me straight. But you know, um, I got to write my book during the time that I was in prison, so I actually wrote it while I was incarcerated. That's cool. Is that what cleaned you up being in uh, prison? I you know the first couple years that I was in there, I was, I was doing heroin in prison. Oh, wow. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of drugs in prison, and uh, you know, I was still me. coming off some mm. drug money, so mm. I was very much doing it in there, and I ended up getting clean. I got, I got caught in prison doing it. I got a dirty drug test, okay. and they put me in solitary confinement for a couple months, <clears throat> and that was, uh, I reached my threshold. I couldn't, I mean, that was my rock bottom, and yeah, you know, it was a pretty cathartic experience for me. Did you ever go down? You said uh, the, the cartel was at uh, South America. Um, the cartel was based out of Mexico. It was an Indian tribe that was smuggling it from Mexico to San Diego, and then from San Diego up to Los Angeles, and made wow. its way up to Santa Barbara, where I was. It was with a hundred and nine other people. Damn. Um, it was like a big network, but I mean, it was pretty sensationalized by the federal government. I mean, I only knew one person okay. who was my drug dealer, yeah. so I wasn't like involved with the cartel, but that's mm. the way that they the spun it. kind of wrote it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I didn't know if you ever went down there and had to meet like the dude in charge there, or anything. There wasn't like at a giant Adobe house with like 16 armed guards and yeah. 12 bitches cutting heroin on a table naked. It was there. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, that's what you think by the yeah. feds, but, you know, they were on some bullshit. They're, they're just trying to make, mm. um, you know, their their cases as inclusive as possible, and they make these huge, elaborate conspiracy cases out of nothing. And, mm. you know, I fell victim to that. Uh, how did they catch you? Just My dealer got caught first. Okay. Uh, fat lady from, from East L.A. And the way that it works <laughs> in the feds is... I mean, like on a state level, if you get caught for something, they try to get you to cooperate and give up your dealer. Of course. Yeah. Instead, they try, it's, they, they do it the complete opposite. They bust oh. the dealers and then <clears throat> they want to know where they were giving the drugs to. Wow. And oh. so, so she got busted. She actually got busted trying to smuggle it into a state prison for her boyfriend. <sighs> and she got caught and I guess the FBI got involved and she said, yeah, you know, I'm dealing with this guy that lives in Santa Barbara. And, you know, I was, I was only selling about a pound a week. Um, but I was making good money. I was, I was making about $10,000 a week. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, she, she said, I got this kid. I was only 23 at the time and he, you know, he's making a lot of money and I guess the feds were interested and, I got wrapped up in it. I said I was part of this big cartel. It was all over the papers, and they, they wow. really blew it out of proportion, I think. How old are you now? I'm 29 now. Wow, young dude. Yeah, so, you know, I did four years. I got out when I was 27. Um, I got out clean, 
Yeah. And I got my book published about a year after that. That's awesome. And it's been doing, you know, it's been doing well. Nice, dude. Um, and, yeah, so I'm 29. I just got engaged to to someone um, about six months ago. Cool. Well, that's excellent. Congratulations, yeah, man. Congratulations. Really yeah, awesome, thank man. you. Because, like I said, some people never get their shit together. My cousin, he was... I think 60, and he's still on the methadone, and he passed away last winter, man. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I've lost a lot of people to it. Um, it's just such a destructive disease. Yeah. Heroin addiction. Do you still have to fight, like, urges and stuff? Um, no, you know, I don't. Um, the one thing I did when I got home is I started hanging out with different people Okay. Who are sober, so I'm not around yeah. it ever. And my fiance sober. She um, she was a pretty bad alcoholic, and <clears throat> and she was also a drug addict. And so we kind of keep each other sober, but I don't have urges anymore. You That's know, we cool. we go to the gym five days a week. We eat healthy. Nice. Um, we do a lot of things that are conducive to a positive lifestyle. So yeah, well, you know. Yeah, once you start living like that, it's, you know, it's it, it, the temptation gets lifted. Yeah, how did you meet her? Um, I met her on Facebook, actually. Wow. Um, she's a professional photographer, and during the time that I was shopping my book around to try to get it published, I wanted some headshots done. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and we knew some mutual friends, so, you know, I... I hit her up on Facebook. I was still on house arrest at the time. I was just freshly out of prison. Yeah. And, yeah, I fell in love with her, like, the first time I ever saw her. And we've been together ever since. It's, you know, two years now. Awesome. Wow. Uh, I had a question. Like, what was it like being in uh, solitary confinement? Because I've heard that's really awful. Like, I've heard some horror stories about that. Um... Solitary confinement is the most inhumane punishment that you can place on somebody. Um, when I was in solitary confinement, they didn't give me a book. They didn't give me a pen. They didn't give me anything. So I was by myself in an 8x10 cell, and they let you out for one hour a day to go work out by yourself in a cage. Um, wow. So basically, I'm just sitting there, and I'm just kind of engulfed in my own self-pity and you know i did a lot of reflecting but it was bad it broke me down you know mm. wow did you get any visitation at all while i was in solitary confinement yeah no no i didn't wow. you're not allowed to see anyone while you're in there wow um and they cuff you while you shower um Jeez. And the guards watch you, so you got you have to shower naked in front of a couple guards, and it's really, um, it's just really disgusting that they treat people like that. And yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big opponent. Uh, I mean, especially for a nonviolent drug offender. Yeah, um, right. the whole policy is just a big fallacy, you know. <clears throat> so now that you're like away from all that, do you feel like you have more confidence? Well, I feel like I have more confidence because I've actually accomplished something. Like, I'm a published writer now. Um, I work out, so I'm in good shape. 
I got a hot fiance. So yeah, I'm I'm confident compared to the you know, the emaciated junkie that I used to be. Yeah. Um I mean the contrast is nine day, you know? Mm. And that never like it never pops into your head like I was that person once and you just get like like that bad taste in your mouth? Um well, you know, I think that um, coming from that bad place for over a decade has been um, a very robust platform for me to grow on. I know the mistakes I've made in the past, and I definitely know where I want to go in the future. Yeah, I think being um, clean I think would be... made me a better person. Yeah, it would cool. be just what to strive for. I wouldn't dwell on the, <laughs> on the past, you know. Just move no, forward. And, and, you know, there's... There's still stigmas, you know, I mean, I'm a multiple yeah. felon, I didn't go to college, um, you know, not everyone's receptive to somebody, even if it's a comeback story, yeah. they come out of prison and they're doing well, I mean, there's still a lot of people that definitely look down on me, I yeah. mean, thankfully, my fiance's family and my family are pretty progressive, and they're pretty open-minded, so... Um, you know, they look at it as a triumph that I conquered adversity and, mm. you know, that I'm doing the right thing. But there's definitely people that hold prejudice against me just yeah. for my past. Yeah, going back to what you said about the money you made in a week and, and not, you know, graduating uh, college or anything. My buddy uh, Tino used to be in that situation. And he was like, yeah, I could, qu I could quit selling drugs and work at, like, McDonald's or I could make ten thousand dollars a week you know like mm -hmm. it's like i'm not gonna make that anywhere else you know it's just too alluring yeah and he ended up dying but yeah you know what the the money has been i'd say the toughest adjustment for me <clears> because <throat> i used to have no concept of money at all yeah I mean, well, the amount of money that i was making was ridiculous and I was living very lavishly, yeah. and you know now I have to make sacrifices just to <clears throat> just to do stuff to juggle the electricity bill, the rents. Um, it's difficult now, you know, because I just I I didn't really learn the value of the dollar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> now, did you try like uh, looking for like a regular job? like you know just something to pay the bills or did you right after out of prison just start pushing your book um well my dad owns a national healthcare company and he gave me a marketing position right oh. when i got out it was okay. the terms of my parole that i had to work yeah and i was very fortunate that my family was able to hook me up with um a job right when i got out and i'm, I'm still doing that job i do it from home for the um four hours a day and um i mean it pays the bills but living in los angeles isn't cheap so it's not like yeah you know it's not like i have a lot of money to do stuff and i'm making some money off the book but it's it's definitely hard to make it um selling fiction yeah <clears throat> So, has the book sold a lot? Yeah, um, you know I've sold about five thousand copies. That's cool. That's pretty nice. 
Is that on uh, just um, where can that can is that like uh, can you buy paperback or just like digital copies? Yeah, you can buy paperback and digital. Um, you can buy it from Amazon, Barnes and Noble. It's at a lot cool. of bookstores. Um, you know, I, I sell predominantly uh, digital copies, though. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, that's that seems to be the way the mar the market went too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy that you know people are actually willing to pay to hear my story. I think that's awesome. It's it's very yeah. rewarding. That is. Yeah, I actually wanted to ask you. You said that uh, the book is about a musician with the drug problem. So, were you a musician, or are you a musician? No, I wasn't a musician. And the reason that I chose to employ that in my my work was that I, you know, um, while I was a drug addict, I was pretty delusional, and right. I thought that I was living a rock star lifestyle. So I thought it would be fun to make a character that could have been a rock star, but, you know, threw his talent away for drugs. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Cool. I definitely might have to uh, check out your book and give it a read, man. It sounds very interesting. It sounds like it definitely would yeah. be a good read. Um, yeah, it's called Wasting Talent. Cool, cool. <clears throat> now, before you got into, like, the whole drug thing, what were your uh, aspirations? Like, what did you mm. want to be? I think I always wanted to go into film um, because I grew up in Southern California and I've seen some of my peers become successful in that industry. Um, I think from a young age, that's always something that I wanted to do and it's something that I'm still pursuing. Cool. Yeah, that kind of, it kind of like reminds me of, uh, you ever see uh, Basketball Diaries? Was that yeah. With Jim DiCaprio. Carroll. Yeah, it just kind of reminds me of that kind of a a story and all. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the book and I like the movie. I think Leonardo mm. DiCaprio really captured the junky essence. Yeah. That movie just made me never want to do anything like that. That movie was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Unfortunately, movies like that weren't dissuasive for me. Yeah. You know? Um, for whatever reason, I... I saw the glamour in it, even wow. though it was disgusting. And now looking yeah. back, like I watch movies like that now, and I'm totally disgusted and repulsed by, yeah. by the depiction of addiction. You know, I think the other one was like, what was it, Mid Midsummer Night Dream or something? That was kind of like that too. And I just Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for that's what it was. Yeah, dude. Movie just that that movie's raw. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that movie. And, you know, the guy that wrote that book, this guy Hubert Selby Jr., um, probably my greatest influence as a writer. I just wow. think he is so visceral and, yeah. and real. And it shows in the movie. He wrote the screenplay for the movie, too. It's, it's, it's powerful stuff. Wow. Are you planning on writing more books? And, are they, <clears throat> and do you think you're going to focus on drug addiction in all your books, or do you have visions for something different yeah i don't want to focus on drug addiction on all my books um i don't want to be like typecast like that yeah and, um i got um an essay published in a magazine a couple months ago uh it was actually on hubert selby jr the guy that wrote requiem for a dream wow and um you know i've kind of been trying to shop around short fiction and essays and it's just, it's a slow grind. I don't really mm. like it. So I've, you know, refocused on 
script writing because I've always written screenplays. Right. I wrote screenplays before I ever went to prison. Just none of them have ever materialized. Um, and right now I'm working on a script about a uh, professional skateboarder, kind of like Boogie Nights, but with the backdrop being skateboarding industry instead of porn. Cool. That's awesome. What uh, what you said you had uh, poems um, published in high school, right? Yeah, I did. Like, do you look back at your old work and do you still like in, enjoy it, or do you think it's you know? Because I look back at some old stuff that I've done and it's like that was garbage. I didn't know how you looked at your or viewed your old old work. <clears throat> um, well, it's actually interesting because last night. I was reading some of my old writing. Um, I just spent a couple hours doing that um, just last night. Yeah. And I see certain areas where I was doing good, and then there's certain areas where I, I know that I've progressed as a writer. Um, as far as poetry and what I used to do in high school, it's a medium that I'm totally not into anymore. Okay. I write my fiancé poems for special occasions. Yeah. But... Um, you know, I I just don't, it's not as rewarding. Once you, like, churn out a novel and you do something that takes that much creative endurance, yeah. uh, writing a poem is almost like a tease because it's just not as fulfilling, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I think, I, I'm, I like the stuff I used to write, but it was awfully cynical looking back on it now. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Yeah, sorry, we're having a rough night. Technical difficulties all night. I think that kind of put us in a little bit of a funk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> Comcast sucks. Yeah. My yeah. modem, my modem went out on me. So now we're using uh, our friend uh, Mike, who's here with us. We're using his cell phone to take this call with you well like through we're using the internet from his cell phone because we're yeah. taking the call through skype so. <laughs> uh, okay yeah I, you know i watched some of your guys's um previous uh shows last night on youtube uh you know late night so yeah. I, I saw your your whole little setup there that's pretty cool yeah, man. Thanks, um, dude. Thank you. We do appreciate that. Yeah, it's, uh, it was funny. I was thinking that when you were saying uh, like how writing is like a grind, like what we're doing is like a grind too. Like I think <sighs> it's it's rough, man. It is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I full respect to you guys. Thank cool, you, man. brother. Yeah, it's hard too. Like just the growth when it's not that big. Like, but we've been doing all right. We keep at it. Doing at it for a year. Yeah, we've been definitely getting more and more recognition. No money, but <laughs> I think that the, money will come. Yeah, will come. I think right now the great thing is just uh, the people we're talking to and like the friends we're making. Like, yeah, you know, I've I've never in my life have been able to talk to these like creative people that are out in L.A. or yeah, you know, who are you know comedians or actors or any of this. So I think that's that's something that has given me a lot of confidence in myself and has yeah. grown just by yeah, doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds but, uh, that sounds like a pretty cool gig. Yeah, man. But but it's rough because like we said we're not getting paid for it and we're working you know <laughs> shitty regular jobs yeah full time jobs and doing this too so it's rough a lot of our time is like committed to this project and then work it's hard to get like you know any real free time in it but um hey I'm I'm dealing with the same thing I work in the morning I go to the gym in the afternoon 
And then at night, we usually watch stuff on net on Netflix. And to get writing accomplished is is really hard. In prison, mm. I had all day to do it, and yeah. I was very structured, and I had a routine. Um, and it, it's difficult. But I find script writing now that I'm writing screenplays again, it's a lot easier and less demanding than novels. Yeah, you don't have to be as descriptive with uh, scripts, right? You could just kind of write like. In yeah. a room, you know, and that's it, and the right dialogue mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very um, skeletal, you know. You're, it's basically a blueprint for a film. So, mm. if you have a command on dialogue, um, then you're good to go. Um, it's very formulaic, so everything is structured and set. Um, you know, plot point one goes here, plot point two goes here. There's three acts in a structure. There's sequences. But once you figure out all that stuff, it's really easy just to fill in the blanks and make stories. So I see myself being more prolific with script writing. But the problem with it is that the odds are so stacked against you. I mean, everyone in L.A. is writing a screenplay. Yeah. If you go to a Starbucks here... <laughs> It's funny, like, we trip out because we go to coffee shops all the time, and every person on a laptop is right. working on a screenplay. Yeah. Of course, though. Yeah. yeah. It's like every every friggin' waiter, waiter and waitress is trying to break into acting there, too. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, yeah. And, you know, it's, L.A. is really materialistic, and there's a lot of name-dropping. Every time we're with people, they're like, oh, I was with so-and-so. And, very fucking um, vain. Huh? Drop our names. Yeah. Rob and Slim show. Yeah, be yeah. like, yeah, I was on the Rob and Slim show the other night. <laughs> what you got, motherfucker? Oh, I'll be, I'll be dropping your names. Yeah, cool. sweet dude. Yeah. Um, what, I wanted to ask you one more thing. Uh, I had it and then it slipped away. Oh, uh, do you have like a favorite director or anybody who you're trying to, you know, whose style you really like and you kind of incorporate that style into your writing at all? Oh, I have so many. Um, and I'm not gonna say any names negatively, but. It's really funny because I've been reading a lot of screenplays on, on the internet lately just to see what other people that I respect were doing. And a lot of the screenplays that are out there are shitty. You know, like, no. <laughs> it seems like after they get made into a film, there's a lot of improv that goes on through actors. Yeah, I wonder that. And it kind of beats up the dialogue and makes it more fluid, but I've been reading a lot of screenplays where I'm like, wow, this is not that good, and the, <laughs> but the film's amazing. Yeah. Um, I like Quentin Tarantino a lot as a writer. Um, mm. he, his screenplays, when you read them, they, they jump to life, and they're just as good as the films, but I can't say that about everyone. Yeah. Right. I like a lot of his stuff, too. Yeah, I love yeah. Quentin Tarantino. He just... I don't think this is really yeah, anything. Yeah, and he, you know, he pretty much he's he's a seminal guy. He changed, he just changed the the whole world. Yeah, uh, in the mid '90s when he came out, and everyone's trying to be like him. There's been a lot of sorry imitation, so it's you know I try to be influenced by him, but not be too derivative we either. Let him go then. Hey Ryan, it was great talking to you. We actually got to let you go because we got another interview that's calling right now. So uh, get your plugs out real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go, man. What, what's that? Get what out? Uh, your, your plugs. Whatever, your book and stuff like that, whatever you want to promote. Oh, um, Wasting Talent. It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. You can buy it at wastingtalent.com. I'm on Twitter, Ryan Leone. Um, and, you know, I'll reply to anyone that, that wants to talk to me. So Cool. All right. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. We had a lot of fun with this.
Yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show. You guys have a great night. You, you too. too. Take care. You too, man. Bye. Goodbye. Robin Slim Show. Hello. Hey. Hey, this is Tequila Mockingbird. How you doing, Tequila? Good. How are you? We're good. We're pretty good. That's good. What you up to? Just doing our show. Doing, we're doing our show the best we can. We lost internet. <laughs> doing a bootleg tonight. Dude, yeah, yeah. I have a Comcast, and Comcast went out on us, so uh, we're not streaming live anymore. No. And we're taking the Skype calls through internet that we're running off of my friend's phone hotspot. So <laughs> it's, it's very jury rigged at the moment. <laughs> February's over. Why are we doing it like this? Yeah. We're off to a killer start here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what do you do, Tequila? Are you? What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> In what context are we talking here? Whatever context you want. <laughs> However you want to fill in that open-ended question. <laughs> Oh, well, I do a lot of partying, but I actually also have a day job, so, ah. you know, helps helps keep me in dresses. Mm. There you go. Yeah, man. <laughs> we, we have a night job, and we don't, I don't do enough partying. I wish I could do a lot yeah, more. I've, I've had those. Yeah, mm. It sucks when you're drinking during the day, and everybody's, everybody's out, like, working. And, yeah. You know, yeah. And yeah. I get away from my front door and get away from my business. And, you know. <laughs> It's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Uh, you have some of the funniest tweets that I've ever read. I think my favorite was "I'm hot, like burning STD hot." <laughs> I don't know where this stuff comes from. I swear, it's all just made up. <laughs> do you do like uh, stand-up comedy or anything, or, not, or ever thought about doing stand-up? I, I would love to try stand-up. I've never tried it. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, I've, I've actually thought about it. it. It'll be tricky to stand in one spot with heels on, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what the liquor laws are like and how many drinks I can have on the stage, but I'm willing to give it a shot. <laughs> now, do you dance? Are you a dancer? Uh, I take ballet, but you know, it's, it's like owning a guitar and saying, I'm a guitar player. You know, <laughs> they're, they're not too necessarily the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I take ballet recreationally, and I try and get on the stage whenever I can. Okay. Yeah. So I'm so just going to uh, just going to address the elephant in the room here. You're a cross dresser. Uh, well, I I call myself a drag queen okay. uh, because I do drag. Uh, I don't. I these terms are all kind of uh, superfluous, and uh, I find that you know one person's drag queen is another person's cross dresser. So yeah. um, so many interchangeable I, I titles. I like I like the drag style. I like to perform in drag. Um, a lot of cross dressers try and pass as women, or oh. kind of do the more everyday kind of look. Or, right. Yeah. Like, so you're, you're what it. you're telling me is you got like the big wig and like the fucking rhinestone gown and all that all that stuff. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Nice. And the stiletto pumps that are like right. six inches tall. So, and, so yeah. drag is just flashy while cross dressing is just I look like the everyday woman basically. Mm. Uh, well that's I mean that's that's a very that's a big generalization. So it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's it's, it depends on who you ask, but that's that's kind of more my definition because I guess I started as a crossdresser and I was sitting in the house going, 
I'm really, really bored. I need to go. I need to go out. <laughs> then I met some drag queens, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to come to the show and do drag?" I'm like, "Well, sure." And then I'm like, "This is what I want to do." Yeah. I want to get out and embrace life. And wow, what a party it is in drag. <laughs> <laughs> so now, how does that work? Like, you're not always in drag. Like, you live life mm. as a man, and then when you go out and party, you go dress up as a woman. A lot of times, yeah, yeah. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> it confuses the date somewhat. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say so. Mm. Yeah, I have a friend. She's like, and the first time she dressed up with me and went up, got all glam and everything. And the next time she's like, "Why do I even bother? Like they're all looking at you, you know." <laughs> <laughs> so then, are you are you like you're a straight man or? Yes, I am. All right, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just part of the spectrum. Mm. So it's almost like hmm? it's, it's, I'm trying to just because this is all like new to me, but it's I think like, Slim wants to. Oh yeah, no, I don't want to do drag. <laughs> but I'm just trying to get it. It's kind of like I just, can hook you up with the right people. You got <laughs> to put some rhinestones in that beard of yours. Or there you go. It's just like wearing a costume, right? Like if you go to like a comic con and you dress up as like Batman, is it kind of like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, well it, it does have superpowers being in drag. There you go. Try, try yeah. Batgirl so like, or something what are next the, time. All right. What are the benefits then to being in drag? Oh, you've read my Twitter account, right? Right. Yeah. Try doing that as a boy. <laughs> okay, gotcha. People would be like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? But, I was... you know, in drag, it's like, it's funny. So you, it, it gives you a, a license to kind of embrace a lot of things and and um, say things that you could not get away with as a guy. You basically have, like, carte blanche when you're in your drag. Now. Pretty much. Pretty uh. much, you know, yeah. Now, uh, now that... Do people know, like, right away when they see you that, like, yeah, that's a guy, or do they actually get confused and think you're a woman? Um, I've, I've, well, I've, I've had people on Twitter <laughs> confused, and, and one guy's like, I want to marry you. And I'm like, like, um, oh, all right. You know, I'm, you know I'm a guy, right? He's like, what? That's not fair. <laughs> 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 but you're so beautiful. I'm like, oh, well, when you talk like that, sure, I'll marry you. Yeah. <laughs> well, has he got a lot of money? There you go. Yeah, man. <laughs> little flattery, little money. You know? Sure, why not? You ever see some like it hot? There you go. You got lots of money, just go and hit it up. Why not? <laughs> and so the, now, how do like girlfriends of yours feel about this? Like, if you go, if you have a girlfriend and go out on dates, like they're all cool with it, or? Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know it's my batting average isn't that great. I mean, like <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 currently between um you know <laughs> yeah um yeah I mean I don't do it all the time. Uh, it's some people are really cool with it, and some people mm. kind of get jealous, you know, with the attention. And right. it, it takes a, a, a certain kind of woman to kind of accept that kind of thing. So I'm I'm kind of out there still looking. I've, you know, I've had a few long-term relationships, but yeah. Well, it's, Tequila, what is this? Uh, what a fave star thing! I wanted to ask you because a lot of people have this. I don't really 100% understand what it was, but one night when I was drinking, I somehow signed up for it, and then every now and then I get this, like, trophy thing when somebody votes my tweet the best one of the day. And okay, yeah, I didn't it, know what it, it was. It's some kind of, like, Twitter award thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't know if I it was, know. like... I, uh... I don't... I mean, I... I mean, there's, there's a lot of accounts that, like, try and grow their accounts with tons of followers and stuff, and I'm... 
you know, I'm, I'm just in it for, to kind of write, meet real people and, and make some really cool connections. And I have. It's been such a savior when I had spine surgery. So it's, it's been a great thing for me. What did you need surgery for? Uh, I had a couple of my discs collapse in my lower back, and I was pretty much could hardly walk anymore. Wow. So I stopped doing everything. So uh, I had make, to fuse a few of them. Yeah. That must make walking in your heels hard, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gives me good posture, though. Do you know what? <laughs> now that they're fused. <laughs> do you know what caused the uh, what caused the disc to collapse, or? Uh, they figured at some point I fractured my spine and it didn't heal properly. And apparently, you can fracture your spine and live for years without any repercussions. And then, as you, you know, get more mature, uh, these you start having issues. And I, I developed this huge bulge in my back, and I'm like, oh, what's up with that? And, uh, and they're like, yeah, your disc collapsed onto your nerves. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> How did, yeah. did did you like know that something happened, or it's not like just surprise? Your back I, is fucked. Um, it, it it took a while. It, it, it at first I, I have rheumatoid arthritis as well, so mm. like I'm the full package here. Like you know, I'm surprised I'm single. That uh, <laughs> uh, um, I thought at first it was just my arthritis, and it was totally something different. So it, it just gradually got worse and worse, and basically it got to the point I'd walk half a block and I'd have to stop and go. I can't go any further, mm, and uh, so I, like I should probably get this checked out. <laughs> yeah, and is, is there anything that could have linked that to a particular condition, like how your back started collapsing on its own, or did you like have an accident or something? Well, see, that's the thing when you're young, and you know, you you, you fall oh. down, and you're like, oh, that kind of hurt, and you get back up, and you have a few beer, and you're like, yeah, I'm fine. And, um, oh, it's one of those. Because I broke a rib once, and I didn't go to the doctor for months, and I'm like, yeah, my, it hurts when I breathe. Oh, well. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you know, how long have you been living this? Oh, a month. He's like, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so they figured it, was, it could have been contact sports, because I don't have a moment where I can uh, just go, oh, yeah, that's... That's, that's when it happened. That's what it no was. No idea. So yeah. they, they stopped asking when they when I told them that I used to play hockey and lacrosse, and they just went ah. And oh, that was the end of the conversation. There, there you go. <laughs> so when you go out and drag, do you go and try to like order the girliest drink you possibly can? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I don't know, there's, I guess there's different degrees of class, <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of supporting that system, um, I'm, I'm usually like Ryan Coke or tequila shots or, you know, the, the nice. party girl drinks, like, the, the get me drunk kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> I like Jaeger I'm painting a bad picture of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm also curious: when you're in drag, are you more confident than when you're not in drag? Uh, yeah, in a lot of ways, I am. It's hmm. it's it's kind of like going out as a superhero. Nobody really knows who you are, and but they're also like. It's not like there's a hundred of you in the room usually, so you you kind of stand out, so you get a little more attention, and uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of freeing in a way. Mm. I have I have to ask, I have to ask. Did you watch a lot of RuPaul when RuPaul uh, was on I, the TV? I don't have ca I I used to. Um, I don't have cable now, so. And because at one point I thought about going into it, and I'm just like, I just can't be such a bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a soul, and you know. <laughs> Did you ever see uh, what is it? The Producers by uh, Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. 
I love the scene <laughs> with the uh, with the guy. What was it? the costume designer? I think. Oh, oh. it's been so long since uh, I've seen that movie. Yeah, <sighs> that, that movie was great. Yeah, I know I, what you. I just can't think of the the guy. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I also I also really enjoy the Birdcage with Nathan Lang. That actually that movie was pretty freaking funny. I have to admit. I've never yeah. seen that one. That that's a that's a great movie. Where, yeah. Where uh, it's Robin yeah. Williams and Nathan Lane, and they're like, yeah, they're they're like lovers or whatever. And uh, yeah, and Robin Williams was was straight for a long time, and he had kids, and oh like, he, yeah. His daughter yeah. and son Hank Azaria is... was the shoeless butler. Oh yeah, he was hilarious. Guacamalanis, <laughs> you're afraid of my heat. That movie was pretty freaking funny. I have to admit. Yeah. You said uh, you work like a regular day job. Is it like a regular day job? Is it a career? Do you have any? It's you know... a career. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Is it something you share with us, or is it something well, you don't I, want I to do talk about? I do communications. Oh, communications. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, what what exactly is that? Like, what does that entail? Radio. Uh, PR work and uh, you know a lot of media releases and that kind of. Cool. That kind of thing. Oh, yeah. so you could like give us you tips could, and stuff. Yeah, like get us some listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> so just from this interview, what could we do to be better? Um, well, see, I was tempted to send you some info ahead of time so you could, you know, maybe do some research and whatnot. Uh, I don't know. Um, I get. I don't know. Did I answer the questions you wanted answered, or are you just kind of feeling this kind of thing out? Or? We usually just go like a hangout type thing, like where we just okay. talk to the guest and we just go back. Yeah, and it's forth. all on the top of our head. Like we're not, you know. Rob writes questions for the guests every now and then. I'll write one or two things, but for the most part, it's just mm. whatever wherever the conversation goes is where the conversation goes. Sometimes yeah. we end up with long awkward pauses. Other times we <laughs> end up with a lot of flow. But you know. <laughs> Think no, keep... I think you guys did a pretty good job. Cool. It's all been pretty off the cuff. I mean, even for me, I haven't had time to research. Usually I research who I'm going to be talking to, and I just haven't had time. So. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting test for me to see what was going to come out of my mouth, too. So now what, besides, like, the drag, do you have any other hobbies? Uh, mm. Play, like, an instrument or anything like that? Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a closet drummer. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, Do you play like in a band or? Oh, I'd like to. Uh, right now, my drums are just sitting in my bedroom. Because um, <laughs> I, I now live in a one-bedroom apartment, so I can't really play them here. So I'm, oh. I'm looking to uh, to play some more because right. it's another love of mine. Yeah. Cool. cool. What? Uh, where did you yeah. say you were again? Uh, New Westminster, British Columbia, which is a suburb of Vancouver. Oh, okay. Have you lived there most of your life, or no? I've I've lived in New West for about eight years now. Um, deciding, debating whether I should move closer to Vancouver because I seem to be there more more of the time than here. Mm. But uh, this is where I landed when I went back to school, and all that kind of stuff. I've been to school three times, so mm. one one of these days I'm going to get it right. <laughs> At some point. Uh, what were there other things you were pursuing besides communications, or was it always communications? 
No, uh, one time I was a geologist, and then I worked in theater, and then I developed a disability, and so now I'm in communications. Oh, okay. Well, and you're also doing a little bit of theater with going out and being a drag queen. That's kind of like theater, right? Yeah, Mm. I I mean, I've been in a couple movies. um, Oh, really? You know, in the background and stuff, so, yeah. Mm. Have you met any, like, uh, big celebrities or anything? Oh, yeah. Um, Through various parts. I've met Jackie Chan. I have a nice autographed picture of Jackie Chan. Really? Wow. Yeah. Were you in drag when you met Jackie Chan? What's that? Were you in drag when you met Jackie Chan? (laughs) No. I wouldn't be here today, I think, if I was. <laughs> I never liked him when I was younger, but like as I've gotten older, I, I love him, dude. He's, his yeah, his he's older amazing. movies are he's fantastic. He's amazing. Super nice guy. Too. Yeah, i got to yeah. go back. I always was more of a Jet Li guy. But yeah, then I like Jet Li, too. I, I do like the funniness of Jackie Chan. He's yeah. just mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. And he's a really nice guy, too. Like, I've... Uh, on Facebook, I see a lot of his posts and all. He's just a genuinely, genuinely nice guy. He is. I mean, I, I was careful when I approached him because he was like with the, I don't know, they, to me they felt like ninjas. Uh, they were all playing hacky sack. and <laughs> I waited for my moment and I bowed and everything. And yeah. I can only imagine what playing hacky sack with Jackie Chan must be like. 400, 500, I don't know. Bruises, internal yeah. bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> it's th- on. <laughs> yeah, really. I didn't think you could get a concussion from a hacky sack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've taken some martial arts, but you know, not to that level. Mm, I didn't, but I know my kids were taking it for a while. And the last time I asked them how it was going, they said we we don't do it anymore, Daddy, because you know we're me and my ex wife are divorced. So I said, well, how come? They said we were beating each other up too much, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I think martial arts was the only thing that helped me survive when my, one of my brothers and I kind of grew up as young adults because he was much bigger than I was. Oh. <laughs> like, so <laughs> that was the only thing that kept me alive. <laughs> They're funny. I remember once yeah. we watched the, the new Karate Kid with uh, Will oh, yeah. Smith's son, and then after the movie they were telling me about a fight they were in, but it was they were just explaining the movie to me, and I'm like, we just watched that five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, remember when I crane kicked yeah, that guy? <laughs> that's what it was. They said their sister came at them, and they 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 flipped backwards and kicked her in the face. I'm like, we just saw that on the Karate Kid. <laughs> They're yeah, funny. I, I, I sent one of my coaches to a hospital once. So. <laughs> 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 it was an accident, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of where the ninja ballerina thing came from. Nice. It's actually quoted by a friend of mine when somebody was talking about me, and they're like, "Yeah, that's the only ninja ballerina I know," and I'm like, "I'm taking that line." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got to learn some parkour and then incorporate parkour Ooh, into like the, the ballerina. Yeah. That's, that's what you got to do. I think I sometimes accidentally do parkour. But, yeah. <laughs> Maybe after a couple of shots, sure, why not? <laughs> On the way to the bathroom in the bar. Everything's doable after a few shots, man. I can, only, I can only imagine you're doing impromptu parkour with heels and fucking shots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, heels are uh <laughs> they're they're uh, a bonus and sometimes a hindrance. So mm. it's, uh, you know, you think you got it together and all of a sudden like, whoop, you're <laughs> yeah. 
you know, everybody's seeing your religion, so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> so, being a drag team, do you have to deal with any hate? Um, I personally haven't experienced much. That's cool. Uh, I had some guy yelling at me in a lineup once, but then this woman in front of me ripped him a new one, so nice. that stopped pretty quick. Um, yeah. I've been, well, one time when I was dressed as Betty Boop, I had this huge papier-mâché head on, and I had somebody in the bathroom yell, Gang Bang Betty, and somebody grabbed me from behind. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. And I, I do that like, to Slim oh. every now and then. <laughs> I'm like, let's fake rape him, and we just like push him over and we start humping him. <laughs> Try and hump him for a good 45 minutes. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, they. I, I stayed calm, which was lucky for them, because uh, mm. I knew how to get out of that hold, and I was really going to go to town with somebody, but then I thought, because it was Halloween, I thought I'd get kicked out and I would lose out on winning a prize. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, so greed and, overcame my vengeance. And, <laughs> and, and did you win the prize? That's mm. the question. Uh, I just won $100, which wasn't very great considering all the prizes they had. Oh, uh, that's yeah. shitty. Yeah, well. But I went out another night and I won twelve hundred dollars. So you know, nice, nice. Fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had me a dick's beat asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do a read and wrap it up? Yeah, man. All right, we're gonna uh, wrap this show up. So, yeah. okay. thanks for talking to us. It was a lot of fun. Um, Anytime. If you have anything you want to plug, you want to tell people where your Twitter's out, go ahead and do that, and then uh, we'll yeah, let you go. Okay, my Twitter handle is at King of Queens thirteen. Uh, look for Tequila Mockingbird, and uh, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I'll be in Vancouver a fair bit this month, and uh, hope to run into some people. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Take care. Thanks for talking. Thanks to us. very much. Thank You're you. Welcome. All right. Hopefully we'll talk again. Yes. <laughs> okay. Bye. All right, bye. Fairly entertaining. Yes. Was... All right, guys. Robin Slim Show. Uh, we will yeah. be on, hopefully live next week when I go to Comcast and, and deal with... And tear a new asshole. Yeah, He's going absolutely. to India. Well, Slim's going to India this week. <laughs> India. Listen here, if you, don't have, if you don't have your internet back by next week... I might, gonna, if I don't have Pete, I might need you to drive me to Comcast we're gonna, tomorrow. We're going to... All right, well, we're going to we're gonna do a live Pete's show be from there next week. Somewhere. I gonna, thought we were just going to read War and Peace. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in with my hockey mask, and <laughs> you know, we're going to be like, just, just walk away. <laughs> so Thank guys, you to our new sponsors. Everybody. R&R&O, R&R&O, Antiques and Collectibles, Paula's Cleaning Service, and the Can Jam at the Tuckerton Beach Grill. Slim will see you there. He's going to be doing drag. He's going to be dressing in drag and dancing or something. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take care, guys. We'll, we'll see you uh, next week. See you. Peace.